From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Just about six minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. I didn't think this through all the way, but is today Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve? Tomorrow will be, let's see. Tomorrow will be Christmas Eve, Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Just rolls off your tongue. Say it three times fast. I'm going to open with something I really don't want to do, but I have to point this out. Uh, We spent some time yesterday on Fox News Radio on it, and prior to that on yesterday's Hurley in the Morning program on it, this representative-elect George Santos, you you can see this, this this is disproportionate to all reality. All right, he lied. Uh, He embellished his resume. And he's not the only one. But they're after this guy because they see. And if you caught the interview, if not, you should go to GuyBensonShow.com and check out our interview with Congressman Van Drew because he, he made it clear. He also doesn't support what Santos has done, but he absolutely supports him staying And he needs to stay. I don't care what the Democrat media brings to bear. They can't stop him. Only he can stop him from being sworn in. And you can't let them get away with this because what Van Drew said, and he's absolutely right about this, is they're going to, he didn't use the term forensically, but basically forensically examine every single Republican member. This this will start something that, will never end. And of course, it will only be one-sided. The the Democrats are just perfect in every way. This is why I'm bringing this up, though, not to be repetitive about it. Although it's not being repetitive when it still hangs in the balance to some extent. But get a load of this one. Prosecutors have opened an investigation into representative-elect George Santos. If you've never heard of George Santos, and if this guy is going to become very famous, more famous than if he didn't do these things, it's it's all wrong. He'll probably be able to fundraise, too. I mean, it, everything right now in our country is upside down, inside out, backwards. But this is unimaginable to me. Prosecutors are actually in New York opening up a criminal investigation, then then Joe Biden needs to be on death row then. My God, this is this is just completely weaponization. It's a big deal. I really think it's a big deal. Listen to this. Quote, the numerous fabrications and inconsistencies associated with Congressman Alex Santos are nothing short of stunning. Nassau County District Attorney Ann T. Donnelly said, quote, the residents of Nassau County and other parts of the third district 
must have an honest and accountable representative in Congress. No one is above the law. And if a crime was committed in this county, we will prosecute it. So here we go. In search of a crime, no evidence that there's a crime. Look, this guy is a politician that lied about his education. He lied about his job to an extent, saying that he directly worked for um, Goldman Sachs and for Citigroup. But it turns out he worked for a company that did work with them, but he did not work with them. I use the example. uh, I never, ever represent that I work for Fox News. I'm an independent contractor that does fill-in work whenever they ask. And and really, in my case, I mean, his is a real stretch. He just worked with, with them. I mean, I am over the air, but I don't ever say that I work for Fox News, that I'm empl- an employee of Fox News. I'm not. Not, and I never have maintained that I am. We've been completely transparent about... You know, our fill in status, that's that's what we do. It's just an example of how someone else might embellish their resume and say that they work for Fox News and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I just don't get into that game. And I'll tell you why. Your life story is good enough. Every single person that's living a living a good, honest, purpose driven life working hard your your story is good enough why these characters like joe biden and and this guy santos why they feel the need that their their story isn't good enough is just beyond me but they they do it and they do it with great regularity and it's not just joe biden who's uh, i said yesterday nationally is um a serial offender. Use the example on steroids times infinity in terms of his lying. If where's the um, where's uh, Ann Donnelly on uh, Joe Biden? Is there an investigation of him? Somehow not being honest and accountable to the citizens of Nassau County. I mean, this stuff only goes one way. But imagine that. A criminal investigation. Look, I thought, you know, ethics investigation is certainly uh, warranted. Honestly, I think the way it should be handled is he should be sworn in on January 3rd, and he will be. He'll vote for Kevin McCarthy. That That's one of the greatest things. He has going for him. I'll tell you what, if Republicans would have won the House by dozens of seats and if there would have been no dust up that Kevin McCarthy is five people uh, referred to as never Kevin, that could derail him from being the speaker. This guy, Santos. Republicans are always capable of this. They could throw him to the wolves. But they need him. So. Here's how politics works. They'll remain quiet about him. He'll get sworn in on January 3rd. And then in the not too distant future, there will be an announcement that he is the subject of a House Ethics Committee investigation. Now, if Democrats have maintained the majority 
I promise you they would have removed this guy. They would have just voted and removed him. They would have had a sham investigation. Doesn't matter. It would have been predetermined. And he would have been voted out by a majority of the House of Representatives. He would have been kicked out. Here, maybe there'll be some kind of, I don't know, he won't be allowed on committees or there'll be some kind of sanction, I would think. Although he may, who knows, he may have made a deal with Kevin McCarthy. Hey, look, you've got my vote, but you can't stick it to me right after I vote for you and and make me completely toxic in the third congressional district of New York where I'm not on any committees and you marked me for political death. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I, I have to say I am beyond outraged, though, that the weaponization of district attorney offices and all these things that are happening now, it's got to stop. It used to be you had a political difference with someone and you duked it out in the political arena. You worked it out or you didn't work it out. The next election worked it out. This guy, I have to say, for whatever reason, and I I, I presume that it is because of the closeness. Look, you, you have to understand, you don't think like this. But you have to believe me when I tell you, these Democrats, they are vicious. And I mean the Democrat media, the elected officials, so on, appointed officials. They are vicious and they play for keeps. Right now, you've got a margin of 222 to 212-ish. There's one seat open. It would have been 213, but a Democrat representative has passed away. And that's where I'm going with this. They wish for Republicans to die. I don't say that lightly. They figure out of 435 people and just barely a little more than half are Republicans. One Republican may die in a car crash, uh, cancer, a heart attack. Who knows? Choke to death. And there's one. And if we get Santos, there's two. You, you, you think I'm kidding you. I'm not kidding you. When they're not in the majority, they don't believe that the world, according to Garp, is the way that it's supposed to be. And they will do anything to overturn the results of elections while calling you election deniers. It is, it is maddening. Miranda Devine says it very, very well. I think that we do here. All you need to do to know what the Democrats are up to. This is not hard. It's very easy. Listen to what they're accusing the other side of. Whatever they're accusing the other side of, they are guilty of that. And I am telling you, that is 100% of the time fail safe. Don't strain your brain. You don't have to do a lot of homework. Just listen to what they are saying about the other side, what they are accusing the other side of, and they are the ones guilty of that. Period. 17 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for waking up early in the morning. 
uh, we're filling in today again. Nationally for Fox News Radio, 3 to 6 p.m., we have Griff Jenkins, Liz Peek, and a whole lot more. Possibly Kellyanne Conway. Uh, we'll let you know about that. I should know maybe even before we sign off this morning on that. And then tomorrow we're working from 12 noon to 3 p.m. Guest hosting Fox Across America, which if you miss it between noon to three, you can hear two hours of those three hours. I'm not sure which two Chris Coleman picks. If it's, um, I just don't know. If it's the first two hours, if it's the second two hours, if it's the first and third, I'm not sure how Chris does that, but it's two of the three hours. You can hear it tomorrow night between 10 p.m. and 12 midnight. So a busy news day underway on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Fox News Commentary. Joe wants to make the U.S. citizenship test easier. Imagine that. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. America's kids are at risk. Parents can't control their education. And states are taking over health decisions, even letting children decide their gender. Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax all this holiday week, and he's warning about the dangers to our kids with the woke agenda. Tune in tonight for Rob Schmidt and his series, Kids at Risk. You'll be shocked. This holiday week, check out Newsmax and Rob Schmidt. Make the switch to Newsmax. You won't look back. If being a registered Democrat is an affinity for lowering the bar to all things, but this time it's the coveted U.S. citizenship test. The Biden administration is mulling over some changes to that naturalization test that is required to become a U.S. citizen. The trial will begin next year and involves making the test multiple choice instead of fill in the blank. While the current test requires applicants to answer six of ten questions correctly with questions taken from a bank of a hundred possible questions and the questions asked orally, the new pilot test is not only multiple choice, but will be shown on a tablet screen instead. New material is also reportedly going to be covered. Look, it's a noble thing to become a U.S. citizen the right way, so I applaud those who get far enough to take the test, given how much easier it is to just walk across the border illegally and live in the shadows. However, making the test easier is actually an insult to these applicants, because most legal immigrants don't want easy, they want to earn it. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless at Outkick. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 21 minutes past the hour, uh, uh, past the hour. Wow, it's an easy word. I don't think I've loved the word hour before. That's uh, that's that's hard to do. That's like an accomplishment in reverse. Uh, President Trump. I was going to say tweeted, but I, he put it out in, in an actual uh, Trump make America great again. 2024 announcement. And it, he is referring you which I didn't even know this existed, this article by Julie Kelly titled, What Did Nancy Pelosi Know and When Did She Know It? We've been screaming this like a lone wolf from the mountaintop uh, for so long. President Trump offered significant assistance on January 6th. What your Democrat media, because they're so completely just owned and a part of the uh, the Democrat Party, what they never, ever went into. And it's a disgrace. I mean, to have an investigation, a sham, flim flam sham, which was just about getting President Trump truncating, slicing and dicing. Uh, I can't wait. Republicans are going to start to release 
video you've never seen. There's a whole different narrative that no one has heard about. Think about the billions of dollars in free market saturation level publicity that the Democrats have been given hammering President Trump about January 6th. Don't you think it's a very good question? Hey, Nancy, you had all the you have to remember the time defund the police, hating on the police. Police are bad guys. That was the atmosphere. So when you offer the D.C. mayor and you offer Nancy Pelosi uh, several tens of thousands of troops, they want nothing to do with that. Nancy Pelosi should have been one of the first witnesses called, subpoenaed, to testify before the January 6th committee. Remember, all they did was put out Trump hatred. None of it could be cross-examined. There has never been a star chamber, uh, Soviet, Stasi-type process in American history. You had a better chance... In the McCarthy days, when they accused you of being a Russian sympathizer, a communist sympathizer, uh, than you had with this stuff. You had no chance with this. So this piece, and I've read it, it, it's a really good read. You know it is, because when it's titled, What Did Nancy Pelosi Know and When Did She Know It? They're talking all about, it begins with the tactic of, Right right day before the day before Christmas, Democrats dumping, you know, this this report. It's it's because the report sucks. They got nothing. So they put it out two days before Christmas so that their work is done. They're done and nobody will ever see it. It's really just a spun tale of making Donald Trump a villain in what they make and call a so-called insurrection. But the insurrectionists are really the Democrats. Because remember, they're the ones that actually started a fake Russia collusion against Trump that never existed, complete fabrication. They are the insurrectionists. And remember to my rule one, whatever the Democrats accuse you of, They are the guilty ones. So page after page of this 845-page report is just sliced and diced testimony to bolster the conclusion they already predetermined before it ever began. But what they didn't do, they never went in to what Nancy Pelosi, remember Nancy Pelosi just happened to have her daughter making a movie of all this. Okay? You got to be stupid and you're not to not see what's going on here. Oh, what a spontaneous uh, thing. We have a movie being made while this very dangerous thing is going on. We're so afraid we're going to make a movie while it's in real time. I mean, it's so unbelievable. Pelosi is played basically a victimized bystander for two years. But not the person that denied the 10,000 or 20,000, whatever it was, I think it's 20,000 military, paramilitary that was 
right there available. But you got to accept it. You you can't just put them there. You offer it, and if they turn it down, then that's the way it goes. This quote, and this is from the House Sergeant at Arms, Paul Irving. Quote, security failures at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, 2021, presented new disclosures about how Pelosi's staff spent weeks preparing for the electoral certification vote and the, quote, House Sergeant-at-Arms Paul Irving, who served on the Capitol Police Board by virtue of his position, succumbed to political pressures from the office of Speaker Pelosi and House Democrat leadership leading up to January 6th, 2021. See, this evidence always existed. Quote, he coordinated closely with the speaker and her staff and left Republicans out of important discussions related to security. Irving only provided information to Republicans after receiving instruction from the speaker's office. In one case, Irving even asked, I almost want to go, Irving. That's my um, homage to the great 76ers announcer. Number six from Massachusetts University, Julius Irving. Republicans, after receiving instruction from the speaker's office, in one case, Irving even asked a senior Democrat staffer to, quote, act surprised when he sent key information about plans for the joint session on January 6th to him and his Republican counterpart. The senior Democrat staffer replied, quote, I'm startled. Remember, Jordan and Banks, congressmen, were appointed to the January 6th Select Committee, but they got bounced by Pelosi because this was this was bipartisan, except no, it wasn't. We'll pick two of the biggest Trump haters of any party, Cheney and Kinzinger. And then we and then how many times did they say and the media the bipartisan January 6th committee, bipartisan. I mean, it's, it's, it's utter madness. So they got this guy Irving on the record. And there's, I'm telling you, there is, there is a fantastic story here that's ultimately going to be told at how they denied security. Now, there would have been no problem whatsoever to put down any type of violence or anything incursion anything that would possibly happen but that side of the story has never been told but it will be the democrat media is not going to cover it that's their new game you know they don't cover anything that doesn't fit their narrative they simply will not cover it in the old days, they used to cover it, crap all over it while they were covering it. But at least they would cover it a little bit. Now, they just don't even cover it. Like the Twitter documents that have been released. They don't cover it. Literally zero coverage. CNN did a few minutes. No other Democrat outlet has covered one second of the Twitter documents that have been released that prove the collusion between Biden, the FBI, and Twitter 
to hoodwink. Now, why isn't that being uh, uh, the source of a criminal prosecution like Santos? It's, it's amazing. Some guy lied that he's Jewish and not Catholic, and he's sort of kind of both. Ray's Catholic and is Jewish. They made a lie out of that. He has lied about other things. But that's like the biggest deal of the world right now. But not Joe Biden and the Democrats or the FBI paying millions of dollars to Twitter or coordinating with something like 80 FBI agents to keep the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Jim Biden at all a laptop information from the American people. That's insurrection. But you hear nothing about that. 32 minutes past the hour. We'll be right back. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley, I've got not three. I've got a basket full of really fun stuff. Well, one of them's not fun. Uh, You can follow this right now on the app. Atlanta County prosecutors will not try the Wigglesworth Christmas murder in the media. They made that abundantly clear yesterday. We report about it. Atlantic City, Atlantic County, Cape May residents share their favorite childhood memories, best steaks, cell phone photos of favorite meals, and a whole lot more on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Two beautiful, mild, dry days ahead, then a damp and dreary end to 2022. Clouds to start today, then sun comes out by this afternoon. We're staying dry, a little chill in the air this morning, high of 53 this afternoon. Clear, calm, and cool tonight, low 36, mild tomorrow, 57. Lots of sun, then increasing clouds through the afternoon. Next chance of rain will come Saturday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Ammo is expensive and in short supply.com. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. <laughs> when you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. That man speaks the truth. It is 37 minutes past the hour. All right, so about two days after I started saying this, finally, I saw a national media report on it. And it is the fact that Biden, the president, is in St. Croix while Americans were literally freezing to death. Sixty-five fatalities, including more than 34 in Buffalo, New York alone. And you've got the president of the United States in 83 degree, perfect, sunny weather. And as it turns out, I have to remember this for you and also for later today. Uh, on Fox News Radio, here's the deal. I got to write this down. I, I could easily. I'm telling you, there's just so much going on. You can't keep it all cataloged. Biden is going to be pitching green energy, is what I've been told, in the Virgin Islands. <laughs> okay, you can't make this stuff up. This is insane. But somebody needed to step up and say, hey, this looks really bad. People are freezing. People are dying. Uh, 10,000 flights canceled. uh, Thousands delayed. People dead. Blizzard of the century. I mean, what do you want to I mean, what do you want to say? And 
what poor optics, what tone-deaf people. Ted Cruz tweeted, enjoy St. Croix. That's all he had to do. Nothing else. Just enjoy St. Croix. You have to really sort of strain a little bit. Chris Christie got a hard time when he went to Disney World with his family. That was a tough one. I defended him on that because it was long planned, uh, you know, and then the bad weather that no one knew was coming came. You have a lieutenant governor then in Kim Guadano, uh, which you didn't used to have in New Jersey. Uh, th- that was the first and I didn't think that was that terrible. If he had to get back, he could have. But he took a beating for that. Look at this. And I'll tell you, you got to admit, uh, what do they call him? Um, he has so many names. Amtrak Joe, Common Joe, Regular Joe, Joe Regular. All these all these things that he's so poor and and all of this meanwhile opulence and and again everything they say is a lie everything they say the exact opposite is true so you think about all these what's that other multi multi million dollar place he goes to that for free that some some rich person just provides it to them and they and they stay there nantucket i think or something uh, but it's just unbelievable. And, of course, they're staying at a beautiful tropical island home. No no conflicts of interest, though. No, no graft. No problems. No nothing. Just some wealthy business owner uh, that provides these things. And Biden gets no grief. Trump, who owns everywhere that he goes, gets nothing but grief. Biden has never had a job in his life. There's no criticism. Trump self-made. I know he started with a little bit, like a million dollars from his father, but self-made. He took it all well beyond what Fred was ever able to do. And Fred was great. Don't get me wrong. I knew Fred Trump. Uh, And he gets crushed for it. They have given such a hard way to go. And and by the way, uh, and this is something we're going to be talking about later today, too. This afternoon, if you're around and you want to listen. Good. You weaponize the IRS and you're releasing uh, tomorrow President Trump's tax returns. We need all the Biden tax returns, all of them. And let's see where this money is. Let's see if it ever got reported from China and everywhere else. Democrats, I don't think they thought that through very closely because now guess what? Now Republicans take over the House, they can start releasing tax returns all over the place. You can't really challenge it. I mean, Trump challenged his all the way to the Supreme Court. That 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 is settled law now. Get all those tax returns. You have nowhere you can go now. You can't appeal anywhere. This is this is the game. This is the way the game is played now. How do you like me now? This is just like when they change the rules And I said, oh, my gosh, they don't realize what they did. They changed the filibuster on Supreme Court nominees and the the high level federal judicial appointments. And they're ready to get kicked out of office 
And now Republicans are going to be able to fill Supreme Court and, and high judgeship positions around the um, the country. It's unbelievable. And it happened. Democrats always miscalculate. So get ready. There could be a lot of taxes being released. What a stupid thing. But remember, when you're hate-filled and deranged, you cannot make rational decisions. Putting this out, think about this. This Friday, tomorrow, I think it's at 9 a.m. or something like that, five years of Trump tax returns will come out, and the Democrat media will have multiple orgasms about it. Nobody else will care. They're so stupid. They put this out when no one will be paying attention. Except us in the media. And it'll be forgotten by next Tuesday when most of America returns back to normal. After being in total holiday modality. They are so stupid. And they're done because then Republicans take over. They should have if they were going to do this, they should have put this out before the holidays. Gotten a lot of media coverage, they'll get media coverage, but it's going to be where most people are not tuned in. Just are deplugged and want to just enjoy life and family and friends and and just have a good time. And enjoy the holidays. So stupid. They two things that Democrats always do. They they always go too far, and their timing is typically so stupid and bad. It's forty five minutes past the hour. Our timing is perfect. We are right on break time. I am early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five FM and fourteen fifty AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Do you remember when Ted Cruz took his daughter on a trip to Cancun during the pandemic and the media went bananas? You don't hear any of them. I'm saying it. A few other people are saying it, but you don't hear anyone for the most part, in the entire media saying anything about Biden jet-setting off to St. Croix in the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands for this vacation while literally Americans were freezing to death. It's it's really, it's, it's beyond belief. It really is. Uh, we're going to have open forum for the entire 7 o'clock hour. John Zarek today at 8. Once again, it does not feel like Thursday. I don't know if it does to you. But I don't know what day it is because all I'm doing is waking up and working and working all day and night and then going back and doing it again. Not complaining. Love the work. Uh, Nine o'clock is going to be a bonus hour because Joanne Daly, I found out yesterday, has a conflict this morning. So we're rescheduling Joanne. That that was going to be our uh, sort of year in review in real estate. We'll we'll make that up. Uh, But that gives us a bonus hour that we will take full advantage of. Also, I don't know if you saw, Fox News has exclusive video, a Texas rancher, uh, because he put like $13,000 into um, fortifying his home and in cameras and things like that. He 
caught on the camera. He wasn't there. Illegal immigrants trying to break into his home. They've repeatedly tried to break into his home. And we have a president. They will not acknowledge that this is going on. They are disgusting people. They deserve they deserve to be absolutely trashed for what they have done to this country. It's disgraceful. Bill Cosby says that he will be holding uh, he'll be going on a comedy tour in 2023. I wonder how many people will uh, will be interested in that. Nothing about his age. I'm just sharing. He's 85. And you know, with me that I don't play that stuff. You know, to me, that's that's just there's biological age and there's chronological age. I've seen 40 something year olds that are in terrible, terrible shape. And then you'll see 85 year olds that are remarkable. So it's it's just one of those things. Joe Biden's not one of them, though. Uh, he, he is just in bad shape. I'm not talking about just physically. I mean, just in really bad shape. Cognitive and otherwise. So you have Bill Cosby. Post-criminal sex conviction uh, going on a comedy tour. That will be interesting. I'm not big on Twitter and you know that. I think you know that I've told it to you a lot. I mean, I'm literally on Twitter. I don't even know how it happened. I think I have like 1500 followers or something, but I didn't, I didn't, I don't use it. It, That just happened. I don't even know how it happened that people see you and you're on there and you, you you know, you pick up the following. Uh, I think if I had made, if Twitter wasn't so biased, I think I could have made a nice run on Twitter Except for the fact, though, I would have been ramped down, ghosted, and and, and I take that back. Uh, Miranda Devine will tell you, after Elon Musk took over Twitter, she got something like three or four million followers. It, it, it should This should be the stuff that should be under criminal investigation. Not George Santos, whether he's Jewish or Catholic, or whether he worked for Goldman Sachs or Citigroup or not. Sorry. That's not a good use of prosecutorial assets. But this kind of stuff definitely would be because it literally, it made it possible for a completely unprepared, and I say that sadly, but Biden is not prepared to be president. He's not equipped. He's not well enough. And because social media and the rest of the Democrat media conspired together and they hid the truth from the American people, that should be investigated. It really should. President Trump has confirmed that the what he calls the unselect. I love it. The unselect January 6th committee has notified him that they have dropped the subpoena that had previously been served to him. Here's how he put it, President Trump, quote, 
was just advised that the unselect committee of political thugs has withdrawn the subpoena of me concerning the January 6th protest of the crooked 2020 presidential election. I'll tell you, he's just, he's, he's fantastic. Quote, they probably did so because they knew I did nothing wrong or they were about to lose in court. Perhaps the FBI's involvement in rigging the election played into their decision. In any event, the subpoena is dead, exclamation point, end quote. Here's another one. He had a, a series of of takedowns. <laughs> quote, listen to this one. Something is going on with Mitch McConnell and all of the terrible and virtually automatic surrenders he makes to the Marxist Democrats, like on the $1.7 trillion omnis, <laughs> omnis bill. It doesn't say omnibus. It says omnis, <laughs> ominous. Quote, he means that on purpose to ominous bill. Quote, could have killed it using the debt ceiling or made it much better in the Republican House. Nobody can be this stupid. Now, look, you can you can hate Trump or whatever, but that's my story. That's the story I've been telling. Why did Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham and 16 other Republican senators sign on to this one point seven trillion dollar slop when you had literally in days the Republican majority coming to the House of Representatives. It should have been a continuing resolution. And then you give a little bit of time for the new majority to get with the Senate and get with the president and then see what we're going to do going forward. But no, they give them till I think that goes until like September or something. And there's I'm telling you, there is there is wacky stuff. They got stuff with, I think it's some kind of animal getting shot up with steroids and see them fight. And there's other stuff. I don't know how this stuff is not like animal cruelty, some of the stuff that they're doing. And there was some other thing that they were shooting up. Uh, I forget the, the species, but animals of some kind with cocaine to see how they react. Just terrible. Michelle Obama walking path in Georgia, three or four million dollars for that. And uh, who who was it? Me? Oh gosh, maybe Joe Concha. Somebody showed a clip. Laura Ingram. Somebody. They showed a clip of a woman congresswoman Democrat. I don't remember her name. I have to say, I don't mean this in in. In an off-putting way on purpose, but she looks so dumb. She tells this story how there's $80 billion uh, in this um, budget to do something. And they spent $80 billion to find $7 billion in waste. Matter of fact, I think it was... What's his name? Jason Chaffetz, who who came up with that. $80 billion to find out what happened to $7 billion. Now, look, I know sometimes you have to spend on something. I mean, you, you could say, well, why do we spend money on trying murderers or criminals? We're spending millions of dollars. So, 
but just something about spending 80 billion allocating 80 billion to investigate the waste of 7 billion i don't know for me that doesn't make a lot of sense i i would put that money towards something else much better or not spend it at all President Trump has called out that the exact same people in the FBI who buried the laptop are the ones that are probing Hunter Biden. President Trump calling it, quote, an outrageous disgrace that the, quote, exact same people at the FBI investigating Hunter Biden's laptop are those that were pushing to censor reports on it. In the final weeks of the 2020 presidential election, I do want I do want the House Republicans to investigate what was done to change, to affect the result of the 2020 election. Republicans blew it when they started going after the um, the voting machines. I forget the name of that company. Uh, It's of no concern to me, but. They went after all the wrong things. They should have gone after what was provable. Dominion voting machines, it just came to me. That was all stupid. I said it at the time. But go after this, though. Go after all the people, FBI agents, whoever you have to get. Get them. Get them under oath. Get them making deals. I will tell you, there are so many whistleblowers right now just waiting, waiting to be able to tell the truth. You know, that guy, uh, he's got a bunch of sounds like he's got a bunch of first names. John Paul, Mac, Isaac, whatever his name is. I think that's close. Might even be right. This guy, the FBI, they weren't interested in even talking to him. He has all this information. That's why he had to go a whole different route. They didn't want it. You think if you ditched a gun in some dumpster, you and your wife, you you think the FBI would be knocking on your door just a little bit? Instead, they had the Secret Service covering up for Hunter Biden. I'm telling you, it is so criminal. It's so corrupt. And we've got to have the hearings. The Democrat media will not cover them. And they will not report on them. But it's got to be done. So much. What's going to be the challenge is... There is so much work that needs to be done that they're going to have to be really smart about prioritizing and getting things done that will, no matter what the media does, will catch the eye of the American people. All right, 609-407-1450. I'm thrilled to report Wide Open Forum begins right after this when we come back. WGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground. 
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Five minutes past the hour. As promised, Wide Open Forum begins right now and for the entire hour. 609-407-1450. I hope you'll check in. Uh, Keeping in mind, when you look at the calendar, this is our next to last broadcast. We will be here tomorrow live. But next to last broadcast, I can't believe it of 2022 even though these are challenging times and a lot of bad stuff going on locally and nationally uh it it has just flown by amazing 609-407-1450 open phone line welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air good morning harry happy new year and belated merry christmas this is tom foley same to you good to hear you how you doing good Uh, reason I'm calling is, uh, you know, our annual event got a little bit delayed uh, this year because of uh, what happened at the Foley Mansion. <laughs> I, I broke a sewer line, so uh, I'm currently not at home. But uh, it's it, it's just amazing that uh, that was my Christmas gift. Wow. <laughs> it, yeah, it's terrible. But, you know, life goes on. And uh, I just wanted to call about the St. Jude's uh, Children's Hospital. This is a, a program that we started back in 1976 when we got the, uh, uh, the casino question on the ballot for the second time. And uh, this time we were successful. And the reason a lot of it that we were successful was the Committee of Labor to Improve the City, which is click. It was done by uh, you know, guys by the name of Jim Jim. Uh, uh, AC Jim Brennan, you know, you had Frank Rich, you had Evelyn Zaris, you had uh, Haas Coleman, you had all all the guys there from the Carpenters Union, uh, John Holtzmer, you know, electricians, everybody was involved in this. And we were able to get Danny Thomas to come and do a fundraiser for us at the uh, convention center, or Boardwalk Hall, actually. And what happened was that uh, he was banned from ever performing again in, in Las Vegas. But he asked us for one thing and one thing only. He said, anyone that makes any money, in, in no matter where they're from, from Atlantic City Gaming, should take one hour of wages and send it to St. Jude's every Christmas to remind people of you know the sacrifice that those poor children are going through and to help uh, with Danny Thomas, as you know, created it. And uh, that's, that's, and Mardo Thomas keeps carrying it on, which is fantastic. But uh, we pledge every year to, to give at least one hour of your labor, whatever that is. You know, if it's $10 or 50 or $1,000 an hour, like some of our, our friends have made <laughs> that were attorneys for the city, which is another story. But, uh, we we really want to make sure that we have these things going on every year, and, and I appreciate the time you give me. If you can, you could call up donor services at uh, St. Jude's Hospital, 1-800-822-6344, or go to uh, 262 Danny Thomas Place, Memphis, Tennessee, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, or go online to www.stjude.com. 
And, uh, Tom, it, it is, the, I'm just going to say real quick, it's, it's just fantastic that every year you remember to do this. I, I really look forward to it. And you think about one hour like it's nothing, but it really adds up. If a lot of people do that, it can make a big difference. And, and as Tom Foley knows very, very well, and Town Square Media, as I know, Tom, you also know, and, and my good friend Joe Kelly uh, in particular and Cat Country, they do an amazing St. Jude uh, telethon every year. We contribute to his every single year when they do that. So we also contribute every year to St. Jude. And this is a wonderful children's hospital where the families that have so much to really be stressed out about and, and all these challenges, one thing they never have to worry about is they do not receive a bill. And that takes a lot of heat off, Tom. Oh, I'll say, and it's amazing some of the stories that come out, the miracles that have been done down there in, in Memphis is just incredible. And to take care of those families and take the burden of financial ruinization, basically, it could ruin you. Yeah. And off the off the parents is just uh, fantastic. The stories are tough to tough to listen to and and tough to relate to, but. Just thank God every day that, you know, your children are fine and my grandchildren are fine. And it's it's just we just do this little thing to help out every year. But like you say, Harry, if everyone did it, that gained any money from the city of Atlantic City or even the state of New Jersey, you're talking about millions. It would go down there. So please, please take the time and and make that contribution to St. Jude. It's not going to hurt too bad. and, And. it's worth it. Tom, I'm really glad that you uh, called in today about this. Thank you so much. You take care, Harry. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, Tom. See ya. See you soon. 10 minutes, almost 11 minutes past the hour, 609-407-1450, open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Yeah, Danny Thomas is looking down from heaven with a big smile on his face, I'll bet you. Yeah, that's beautiful. I want to talk about another saint. Yeah, go ahead. Yep, I want to talk about another saint, that working-class hero from Scranton, PA, Lunch Bucket Joe. Now, who are we to complain if he wants to some downtime with some fun in his son in St. Croix? We're just lowly peasants. And I better watch out because Chucky Schumer said it. They got six ways from Sunday of getting it, getting to you. Well, oh, yeah. he's right, but Big Brother doesn't Big brother doesn't come after the likes of Chucky Schmucky Schumer, of course. Hmm. We'll talk about the... Yeah, talk about it's taking too much downtime. Chris Christie taking too much downtime while we had Hurricane Sandy, uh, whatever it's called, the hurricane of 2012, that being. Uh, but see, what they can do is they can find all the faults, because every human being on the face of the earth has faults, and they can just make a gigantic, you know, paint a gigantic picture from it and just and just dissuade anybody from ever voting Republican that never voted Republican. You know, that, that Hatfield versus McCoy mentality that they have. But see, I can't vote Democrat because uh, Governor Murphy just signed into legislation a baby about to be born can be murdered. So, they're, 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 oh, okay, uh, the Republicans are just too imperfect to vote for from a Democrat's point of view, from a Democrat voter's point of view. But de- Democrats are too wicked, man. I, I, I can't vote. Uh, the last Democrat that was both... Uh, worth voting for was Bobby Kennedy, and look what happened to him and John Kennedy. But that's another story altogether. Now, now Paul Pelosi, he he must be a a, a, a business entrepreneur beyond measure because <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's worth 129 million bucks on a, on a politician's salary. But the guy's a total bozo. So I say he's he's not a, he's not a, a genius in business. And the Bidens are proof of that because um, the premier uh, petroleum and. Uh, Natural gas uh, company, that, or I'm trying to think of the name for institute that uh, 
that you can get an education from, which is in Washington, D.C. It's not that far from Rehoboth Beach. So Hunter Biden could have gotten an education there, but he never did. At the same time, he's incompetent as hell, but he got a job for, what, 80,000 80 80, bucks a month with Burisma. So that's what, that's what we're up against here. We're up against a bunch of incompetents running the show. And, uh, yeah, who, who, what are we to do here? We, we have to go to the voting booths. And I, I, I sound like a, like a magpie by saying it, but they're going to just sabotage our vote. Well, what do we do? I, I can't go out in the woods and build a deep shelter or a log cabin and live off the wild, live off the land. I, I have to, I have to stay right here and fight my battle. Yeah. But if they, what we need to do, Flash, is we need to get in to the game of the early voting and the vote by mail, where Democrats have dominated. If Republicans would have done that, Trump would have been reelected in 2020. Uh, more Republicans would have won uh, in the midterm elections. And we just have to understand there is not one election day anymore in America. We have election weeks, in some cases months. We've got to understand this or we're going to continue to lose. Now, this idea that Gavin Newsom can actually become president in 2024 scares me. I know. Just look what he did to California. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. It's terrifying to think about that. Only Democrats can fail that miserably and be billed as so viable. It's sick. It is. Thanks. Thank you, Flash. A.K.A. John. 609. I don't know if I've ever said his real name before. 609-407-1450. Open phone line. Would you please hold for just a couple of minutes? I've got to get the break in. Sean Hannity is here at 15 minutes past the hour. And then uh, our early in the morning timeouts have been very brief this week, which I love. And we'll be right back. Don't go away. Your calls continue. We're live. Uh, A friend was asking, are we live today? Uh, We are very live today and alive today and and live and alive tomorrow. Uh, And working for Fox News on both days as well. Today, 3 to 6 p.m., tomorrow, 12 noon to 3 p.m. Today, The Guy Benson Show, tomorrow, Fox Across America. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. My admonition to the Republicans is whatever the Democrats are doing with early voting, whatever they're doing, you need to at least match what they're doing, preferably do it better than they're doing. See? And you better accept the fact that this resistance and this reluctance not to go along with the system you're stuck with is not working well for you. You have to accept that and pick the best candidates that you believe can win in the respective states that you're running in. Some states that are purple are not going to accept a gubernatorial candidate that's going to have a say on an issue as important as abortion that says there's going to be no uh, exceptions for rape, incest, and the mother's life. I'm talking politically here. I'm not morally here. Understand the difference. Check out the Sean We Hannity do it all the time, Sean and I. I had no idea today, he was going to say right that. Right here. Hey, do you want to improve your shooting? Of course you do. Now you're going to love Mantis X. Now they have improved my shooting dramatically. It is a must-have for every responsible gun owner now, the Mantis X is a high-tech but simple-to-use system used extensively, by the way, by the military, and it improves your shooting quickly and will give you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. Now, here's how it works. You attach the Mantis X to your firearm. You connect with an app on your smartphone or tablet or Bluetooth. 
It gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. Now, the Mantis X is like a firearms instructor right in your pocket. And 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. And Mantis X is the best way to train at home. No driving to the range, no spending money on range fees and ammo. You're going to save a ton of money and improve your shooting. So start improving today. Just go to MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you and welcome back. 18 minutes past the hour. Told you the brakes were quick. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. No malice. Bring this uh, new year in. And I wanted to let everyone know you say you had a person call and uh, want to know if it's live. I can tell you, yes. Willie Norwood, living color in full stereo. So I think uh, that might uh, uh, erase any issue of his life. Now, should over candy coat whoop ass, but I don't think you're going to have time. But you were speaking of elections. I've known Tom Paul ever since I've been here. Democrats and Republicans. Now, we you were speaking, and we've been constantly speaking of elections. Why? Here, especially in Lang City. You have these problems constantly. This is many reasons. You could go into the end of next year. But here's one you have. I'm looking at it now. Way back from October 27, 03. And I got, I have those don't remember. Nor would really know of our candidate for, um, Dirty Ward City Council. And, uh, we got here the appeal where we sent it to Judge Baker and an act to litigant, an act of omission, relief. You know, concerning this. And guess what? Uh, they said, he said, oh, the election was tainted. Probably throw it out. And he put him back in. Same as putting the drunk man behind the driving wheel. So, why is why we're having this problem? Now, Democrats and Republicans, the reason why we have problems, people like myself, others, anyone that just not picked person by the Democrat or Republican Party, uh, they work against you. Look at the Republicans and Democrats. Steal money, all kind of money, billions of dollars. They make a fool out of us. Say, you be Democrat, you be Republican. They don't want really to be independent. And this way, you do this, or we might uh, give you a hard time. People, I don't care who you are, black, white, red, green. You don't get this straight, you're always going to have a problem. You're afraid to help people who try to stand up. And I have always done that. And you, American, I don't care if you're rich or poor, if you don't start doing this, watch and see. I don't care what you do. The party politics is going to destroy you. And so you have a half a holiday. We help one another. All presidents are going to be all right. Most, most people in politics, senators, they're going to be all right. We help one another. We follow along. Most of the past, well, Harry Hurley go, but he's staunch a Republican and also a conservative. But that's good. They keep him out of trouble, drinking, smoking, and all kind of illicit stuff. So we appreciate that, Harry. <laughs> Harry, our own soldier, no malice. I want more time next year, Harry. All I've right, been in 30 years. Willie, uh, I got to tell you, you know, keep making the sense that you've been making. It's not even about agreeing. Uh, you, you have been probably the best you have been on radio in the 31 years that I've known you. I can't believe it's been that long, but it has been. So uh, keep keep checking in, Willie. 
and Happy New Year. And thank you very much. I'm looking at joining the Republicans. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, we're a big tent, uh, and you are welcome. Uh, we, we got Foley, and if we get Willie, then you know. You know something's up. Just let me know. I always have in my briefcase uh, change of registration paperwork. All right, Willie. Happy New Year. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. See if you think this is a coincidence. As you know, I don't believe in coincidences. Uh, General Alexei Maslov, this is a Russian ex-general, died on Christmas Day, hours after President Vladimir Putin canceled a visit to the former Russian official's tank factory. I got this out of the Daily Mail. Uh, They do a lot of good reporting. Maslov was 69 years old. He was said to not suffer from any known health conditions. And he just suddenly died. Now, look, people do suddenly just die. But whenever you have Russia, you know, in the equation, you think about the things that they do, poison and these different ways that they get rid of people. Uh, Who knows? But they say that um, he didn't suffer from any known health conditions and that he is reported to have fallen ill on Christmas. The plant that he operated officially announced his death uh, yesterday. Moscow claimed that President Putin's visit was tabled amid, quote, severe winter conditions that prevented his travel. Uh, However, the Daily Mail notes that the plant had come under Putin's ire for failing to produce sufficient new tanks for the war in Ukraine. And now suddenly Maslov, who was commander in chief of the Russian ground forces from 2004 until 2008, he served later as the Kremlin's chief military representative to NATO in Brussels. Suddenly he is dead. This comes several days after a similar mysterious death of 65-year-old Alexander Buzikov, the former general director of Admiralty Shipyards. His death has not yet been, been announced in terms of an official cause. So look, I mean, people do die, and people 65 die, and people 69 die. And people with no known health conditions die. They have heart attacks or a brain aneurysm or something happens. But here is the tank guy and the, um, what did I say Buzikov was? The shipyards guy, both dead. So if past this prologue, I would say there's probably, what do they say, where there's smoke, there is fire. This is something that I mentioned a little while ago, but we didn't have time to go into any detail on it. uh, By the way, uh, 609-407-1450 phone lines are open, and I'll go to your calls again right now, and I'll hold this. But uh, remind me if I forget to tell you, Alina Haba has said that the Democrats just exposed the Biden family when they release President Trump's tax returns tomorrow. 
I completely agree with this assessment because now Republicans have subpoena power. They're going to be able to go get the Biden tax records and they're going to release them. And unfortunately, this becomes the new standard. This is the way it is. You think it's I mean, it's unprecedented. This guy, uh, Santos, is under criminal investigation because he lied about his religion and his employment. And I mean, that's that's bad character. That's bad behavior. But that's not criminal. But this is the time we live in. I, I keep saying this and it keeps getting worse. This particular era era and it is an error too but the this era will be written about because there's never been anything like this before in this country we're, we're literally losing our complete philosophy of being a free representative republic it's it's completely becoming state type government heavy-handed stuff weaponizing the IRS weaponizing anything that prosecutors and and judges and attorneys general. It's really bad and it's got to stop. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Harry, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Can I ask you one qu- one question? Surely. Why can't Hunter Biden, Biden use his white privilege card? Wouldn't that make things all right? Well, what's that have to do with it? I mean, maybe he is. Why, why are you saying that he should? Maybe he already is using it. I mean, think about it. The the guy is on video smoking crack. They've got the federal guns uh, charges proven every which way but loose. Millions of dollars that have been paid through China, Ukraine and elsewhere. Uh, what makes you think that that privilege isn't already being employed uh in spades it could be it probably is i'm just saying but he always has as a trump card yeah but i you and i have talked before you always bring color into everything which i think that's sad uh his privilege comes from being the son of the president of the united states and when he was the son of the vice president of the united states it's immaterial that he's white uh so i i'm just curious why why do you say that all the time because I've seen it work so many times. Well, hey, listen, it's worked for Obama. What does he play? Does he play the black card? See, I love Obama's black half. It's his white half that I think is rotten to the core. But what, what card does Obama play? He can, I have no idea. Well, why? You don't want to go there? Because he's half white and half black? I, 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 think, I think you're a racist. I really believe that. Because every conversation that we have... You hit on white people all the time. Privilege doesn't necessarily have anything to do with a person's color, but it can have everything to do with the person's uh, privilege with respect to what type of power uh, the family that he or she comes from. But you, I have to say this. I like you and we've had some good conversations, but I think you're a racist. Uh, I don't know if you'll admit it, but. You have a problem, it seems, with white people. Uh, you always bring it up that way. Everything with you is through the prism of color. Uh, and, and I'm here to report to you that not everything is black and white. There can be other reasons why certain things are the way that they are. I, 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 we're getting coming into a new year. 
maybe the next time you and I speak, it won't be about you bringing up white privilege or somehow coming down on whites. Uh, It's a real hang up with you and you should reflect on that. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. You will be the next caller right after the break. Please don't go away. This is the Hurley in the Morning program. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 30 minutes past the hour. I'm Harry Hurley. I don't have three stories. We've got hundreds of stories that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio app. But I'll tell you a few. The Atlanta County Prosecutor's Office has made it abundantly clear they will not try the Wigglesworth Christmas murder case in the media. I have the story. Check it out. Atlantic City, Atlantic County, Cape May County. We have residents sharing their favorite childhood memories. It's a wonderful article. I hope you'll read it. The best stakes. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Our current air mass still very dry, so you'll be reaching for the chapstick and moisturizer again today. 20s and 30s this morning, 53 for a high. Early clouds, then the sun comes out by this afternoon. Clear, calm, and cool tonight, low 36. Lots of sun to start tomorrow, increasing clouds in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 57. Next chance of rain coming New Year's Eve Saturday, starting in the afternoon. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. It's 33 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program and open phone line at 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. I hear you chatting. It's Andrea. Welcome. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, good morning, and I just want to um, share a funny story. I remember Julius Irving was coming down the first fairway at the Atlantic City Country Club, and my dad walked out the back door and yelled to him, Hey, I graduated from UMass, too. I love it. But, um, um, you know something, um, I, I just I was listening to that caller, and I just have to say that um, uh, uh, black privilege, and uh, it's kind of embarrassing when you're allowed to get lower test scores on civil service tests, college entries, and uh, many, many jobs. I'd be embarrassed if, if the government told me I was stupid. So, um, you know, I don't appreciate what he said. Incidentally, sure that- incidentally, um, I don't often say something like this, but I'm just going to go there. I'm extremely proud of the way I handled his call. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what? I remember one time someone said, gee, I wish Lee wouldn't call in. And I remember calling and saying, he served in our military. I hope he never stops That's calling right. in. Me too. Willie. Yeah. That's right. Um, you know, one of one of your legends passed away. John Sarkis is in the paper today. My and coach. Uh, I, I know he would. He, yeah, he was and very, very, both uh, George and uh, John were very, very best friends with my parents. Um, you know, I wanted to say something, Harry, about this regime and how much they hate the military. And, you know, you know how many great things that people that serve, they come out, they're great in um, uh, pilots, air traffic control, police, 
fire. They give you such a great, you know, touchstone to many, many jobs. And I just don't see this military ever, you know, sticking up for them and really hamstringing them. And um, I think we need to, you know, I know that my dad and his generation would serve two years during World War II. And you got four years. And, you know, my all my uncles went to Ivy League, except my dad, UMass, at Amherst. But um, sometimes we remember when Ronald Reagan fired all the air traffic controllers and the military took those jobs over. Uh, you know, what a great president he was. And, uh, so, and I know there's still air traffic controllers still waiting to get called back, you know. But uh, that's all I have to share today. And, yeah, I was going to bring it up yesterday when I called back in about Ted Cruz. What what a you-know-what show was pulled on him uh-huh. and his daughter. So, um, you know, and yet you handled it great. You do it great with Willie. But sometimes uh, it just seems like white people were being put down and you know we pay a lot of bills our home wasn't free our cars aren't free our fuel our groceries aren't free all right so just think about you know all the free things that black people get that we're paying for thank you harry take care andrea have a great day happy new year if i don't talk to you tomorrow 609-407-1450 and open phone line welcome to the hurley in the morning program i thank you for calling in Good morning, Harry. It's a great day in Brigantine. Thank you, Andy. Uh, to quote the great philosopher Barack Hussein Obama, when ignorant folks want to advertise their ignorance, you really don't have to do anything. You just let them talk. Uh, your your last caller. <laughs> oh, where do you begin? Well, I'm going to take you back to 1985. Uh, some of your listeners may know that I was in broadcasting for many years. Uh, I still dabble in it. But uh, when I applied for my first job at a television station in 1985, uh, there were two people up for the job. Um, the woman who was doing the hiring at that time, she was fairly new in the business, and she actually became someone of note. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but uh, she took me aside and said that you're really much more qualified. Unfortunately, we, we have to choose someone of color. Uh, She used the word black at that time. This person of color thing came along many years later, but she said, we have to choose a black person. She said, but I'm telling you this because I don't want you to uh, give up because you're you're going to go places. This is what she told me. So I lost out my first job in broadcasting because of the color of my skin. And you see how hush hush and whispery it was. Here we are now, forty years later, and they're actually telling you that we're going to hire people because they are black and for no other reason. And look what we have. We have people like Jean-Pierre, Karine Jean-Pierre. Um, the Democrats told an entire race of people that you will never go anywhere in life unless we push the white people aside and unless we help you. That is the most racist thing, affirmative action, the most racist thing perhaps that the U.S. government has ever done. Yeah, my turn. Let me let me uh, talk for just a second, then I'll turn it back to you, Andy. Uh, this year's abortion case 
is going to be the affirmative action case. It is my belief that the United States Supreme Court is going to end affirmative action as we know it. For those who don't know, uh, and I don't remember all the, the details, but Asian students were being discriminated against. Uh, they had the best grades. They had terrific resumes. And there were significant higher learning institutions that were purposefully giving them low marks on personality or something. Uh, it was really terrible. Uh, and so knocking them out in some cases completely, certainly knocking them down, uh, but knocking them out of consideration for acceptance into schools or whatever. Uh, so that was the for, for those who wonder how do certain cases get to the Supreme Court that have such um, substantial meaning? I've always agreed that affirmative action, by definition, it's discriminatory. It's so ironic. It's 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 crazy. Uh, you, you can't say that you're not going to pick the best and have some other reason for picking someone who's not doesn't stand up. Uh, or stand out as much as someone who doesn't get selected. I, I I totally believe this. And, of course, the Democrat media is going to use this in the worst possible way. They will weaponize this decision and make it racist and so on and so forth. But yet that decision was the one was what was racist. Again, it's what you and I talk about all the time. The exact opposite of what they say is true. Uh, and in many cases, what they accuse you of being you are not and they are uh so when the supreme court knocks out affirmative action this summer get ready because i think that the democrat media the democrat politicians they are going to go absolutely bananas over this not sure if you remember that the affirmative action case is before this session of the uh the supreme court no, I, I, I guess if I uh, sat and thought about it, it would come back to me. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, what was the term that Jean Pierre used about Biden? It wasn't top of mind. Yeah, top or of mind. Like that. Yeah, that's it. Top of mind. The, the, yeah, the woman who died, uh, and he was calling out to her. Right, right. Uh, Harry, okay. Let's let's just suppose that um, blacks, as a group, I'm not talking about every single person, but as a group. Um, are in a situation where they cannot get ahead because they are don't do well in tests. They aren't they aren't well educated. Well, that is by design. There's a reason the Democrats don't like vouchers and school choice. They want to keep people in their schools and educate them the way they want. Right, and, and and add to that, they're failing schools. Yes, yes, because here's here's the th- here's the thing you, you mentioned yesterday. I say what what others are afraid to say. The Democrat Party looks at people of color as dependent people who aren't very bright, who will vote for us if we keep promising to make their lives better. But we can't make their lives better because if we do make their lives better, then we've fulfilled the promise to them and then they would no longer have a reason to vote for us if they're if they're doing well on their own. So we have to make sure they're poorly educated so that they can't get jobs, 
so that they do get into gangs, so that they do get involved in drugs, so that they do get involved with the police and get into trouble, so that we can then promise if you'll just vote for us, we will improve your situation. And they never do. They just keep on snookering and promising. Ironically, President Trump did make everyone's lives better. Every demographic, every race, everyone did better. Highest wages ever. Best employment ever. Uh, go to the National Archives. I've listened to it. I've watched it. Uh, and listen to President Lyndon Johnson when he signed the civil rights uh, legislation. This was not uh, in front of the cameras, but it was captured on audio. And he said, now we will have those blanks voting Democrat, voting for us for the next 50 years. Yes. Well, so here's here's the thing. We've talked about this before. Donald Trump did in four years what the Democrats have been doing since 1964. Donald Trump did it in four years. He fulfilled those promises. As you said, by every measure, no group did better in this country during Donald Trump's administration than the black community by every measure and incidentally he 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 was going to get rewarded for it until all hell broke loose uh with COVID 19 and the democrat media and the democrats wanted the same they embarked on a trump is a racist campaign because they saw oh my gosh he was garnering somewhere like 20 some percent of the african-american vote i remember saying at the time if this continues if this if this holds then Democrats can never win again. And that's when they went full court press on Trump as a racist, which we know anyone that knows Donald Trump knows that that's not true. Well, that was the highest percentage, and correct me if I'm wrong, of Republicans, uh, uh, blacks going for Republicans, the highest percentage since 1960. Correct. Okay. Correct, because prior to that, African-Americans were Republicans. It was an amazing, I mean, like I always say, reluctantly or whatever, I give credit where credit is due. Democrats somehow snookered away, even though you had people like Al Gore's father voting against the Civil Rights Amendment. And if it wasn't for Republicans, it never would have passed. But somehow the Democrats, rest, the party of the KKK, the Democrat Party, racist party, KKK creators uh, got the support of African-Americans for the last 50, 60 years. Howie, you're you're taking me down this road. So why wouldn't blacks be Republicans prior to 1960? Blacks were family oriented. They were churchgoers prior to the Democrats, quote, helping the black community. 75% of black children were born into a two-parent household. And after 60 years of the Democrats, quote, helping the black community, we now see 75% of black children born into a single-parent household. And single parenthood is the biggest predictor of whether you will grow up in poverty. And what happens when you grow up in poverty? You can see it every night on TV. The, the, the goal was to destroy the black family, and they've done it, okay? And, and even Black Lives Matter, their stated goal 
is the destruction of the American nuclear family, which they believe is a white construct and therefore racist. When you destroy the family, you destroy the country. There's no morals. There's no father putting his foot up the backside of a son when he gets out of hand and teaching him how to be a man. Okay. And you see it every night on TV. It is no coincidence. And, 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 and you watch these videos of these stores being looted. Are they, are they gangs of blue eyed, blonde haired kids? They are not Harry. I'm saying what no one else will say. They are by and large blacks. And we know by this FBI's own statistics that 50% of the crimes committed in this country are committed by young black men. And most of the crimes are committed against other blacks. And I'm not blaming blacks in that sense. What I'm saying is that the Democrats did this to the black community. They incentivized women to have children without fathers by giving them check after check after check. Every time they had another child, they got another check if there was no father involved. And they have succeeded in destroying the black family. Andy, I got to cut it right there only because I got to get this final break in. I'm going to I'm going to make a um, sort of epilogue uh, closing comment. And Andy, I thank you for the call. Tough stuff. The um, thing I would like to see. I would love to see and I don't believe that any anyone should be a monolith. So 95% of African-Americans voting for Democrats, it shouldn't be the way that it is. A grand legal like Robert Byrd in West Virginia, he has passed, but uh, he would get 95% of the Democrat vote. This guy regularly used the N-word. I heard him say it multiple times in one Meet the Press interview. I said it and I say it again. Nothing happened. Nothing happened when he did it. The NAACP didn't protest, didn't demand anything, his resignation, nothing happened. A grand legal of the KKK got 95% of the African-American vote. I can't understand that. This is the kind of stuff that drives me just crazy. Because I look at something, I say, wow, Democrats have been promising the 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 moon for 50 60 years why don't you give republicans a chance who actually believe in equal opportunity for everyone give them a chance what what did trump used to say what do you have to lose and he got to like 25 percent or something close to that of african-american support because wages were up Things were going very, very well for every single demographic, every race, creed, color. And then the Democrat media and their fellow Democrats said, whoa, we're done. We're done if we don't if we don't change this. We got to change this script in a hurry. And then that's when they went on the full court press that Donald Trump is a racist. Because they're vicious. These Democrats, and they'll say anything. Meanwhile, they're the party of the KKK. You notice I say that quite a bit. You can't deny it. It's, it's factually, historically accurate. You'd only, you could only lie and say that that statement is not true.
because it is true. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. John Zarek, about 14 minutes away. Hope to take more of your phone calls. And by the way, phone lines are clear right now. That's rare. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Before we go to the break, consider that, though. I, 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 I don't know what anyone would have to lose by saying, you know what? You have failed our community for five, six decades. You see, it's much more than that because obviously they're the party of the KKK to begin with. So that would you would think that would make you canceled already, right? You would be canceled. But there's a phenomenon here that's unexplainable. I've said it before. It's it's also I'm mystified by the monolithic support of Jewish voters for Democrats. When Democrat presidents like Obama and Biden uh, and others were horrific to Israel, I, I just don't understand it. There, I guess there are just certain things in life, cognitive dissonance, probably the clinical explanation, but there are certain things that are just not explainable. All right, we're going to get at least two calls in when we come back. You will be next, and you'll be right after that. It's 52 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 54 minutes past the hour, so we're going to give three minutes to the two callers that, and everybody else that's holding, I would say... I'll catch you next time. I don't want you to hold for no reason. We're going to give three minutes to each of these two callers that we noticed right before the break. You are on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Harry. Harry, Happy New Year to you, your family, and to all your listeners. And hope everybody has the one thing that everybody needs, good health. Oh, that's the best. Happy New Year to you, my friend. I no longer refer to Biden as Biden. I only referred to him as President Barabbas. Hmm. That's because his uh, crowd just yelled louder. Harry, thank you very much. Happy New Year. Take care. care. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. It's Project from Point Pleasant. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> you know, I, um, I, I, I... When it comes to affirmative action, um, especially during a different time, uh, I'm listening to all the commentary. And again, just having this platform that you have is just a wonderful thing because it allows for an exchange of idea and different opinion from different perspectives. And, um, you know, unless you've experienced racism and there was racism, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm born in the 1960s. Um, and, and I'm Latina, and uh, I know what it is to experience racism. My mother experienced racism. My mother had a brother uh, because we tend to be lighter Hispanics, more caramel, uh, who married a black woman, and they lived in Manhattan. They had a ride in the back of buses because his wife was black. Wow. Um, Terrible. It was, a, it was a different time back then. Uh, and I'm not saying that affirmative action at this point in time, as it has evolved, uh, has has 
has done more damage than good. I, I, I'll give it that at this point. But, you know, there, there, when you grow up in a time and you experience and see things, that thank God as I got older and grew up and as my mother who was Latina came to this country when she was like two or three years old, uh, she believed in assimilation. And we also had an American uh, father that raised us. So he gave us a different perspective. And his perspective, I'll tell you, you know, it, it, it sounded like the commentary that I'm hearing from a lot of your callers. He was not for the affirmative action. He was, you know, don't, you know, uh, I don't care what your skin color is. You have to do things by merit. Listen, I grew up with both, both narratives, both opinions, both foundations. That's why I am an independent. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democratic. But when you see what people have seen when you experience the things that people experience then and then you know i heard all democrats won the the african-american vote you know they took it from republicans who african-americans were republicans and that's true if i'm not mistaken i don't know what political uh, person at the time said if if you give the n-word if you give them this they'll vote for us i i I basically that was President Johnson basically when he signed the the um, the Civil Rights Amendment uh, he said and it's it was captured uh, on a recording he didn't say it to America but but he said it and this would have been one of those things if it wasn't captured it would just be unknown for all of history but he said now we will have those blanks and he used the terrible word uh, voting. Uh, for us for the next 50 years. I mean, that, that, so in other words, you didn't do something because it was the right thing to do, that it was um, settling such disparity and providing equality. You didn't do it for the, for the pristine, you know, pure reasons that you would do something like that. You did it because blanks, this is what they thought of people of color. I mean, you just got to be honest about this. We're not going to get anywhere if we just lie about it. Uh, that was the whole motivation. Now, sometimes good does come out of bad intentions. Uh, but that's pretty bad, isn't it? Of course it is. Are you kidding me? And I think Nixon used the word as well. Listen, at the end of the day, there seems to be, and, and, and I again, here I am saying this, but there's like this war between black and white people. I get in the middle in my family. We're so interracial. It's not even funny. And when when the black and the whites in my family get together, I literally I go, you know, what is it with you people? It's like a war. White is right. Black is wrong. Black is right. White is wrong. I'll tell you this crap has to stop. It is just so sad. And today, talking about this affirmative action, it just triggers me. Because it brings me back to the days when I was a little girl and my uncle had a ride in the back of the bus because his wife was black. It's terrible. Bridget, we will further this another time. I'm at the end of the hour. John Zarek is next. It's early in the morning. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground. 
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. It's five minutes past the hour. Not a moment too soon. I've been looking forward to this all morning. My good pal John Zarek is here. John Zarek is the official and exclusive lead counsel for criminal defense legal matters for the Hurley in the Morning program. The law offices of John Zarek present Smart Law with John Zarek every Thursday morning in the 8 o'clock hour, and simply put, but it is a profound responsibility, the law offices of John Zarek focuses their efforts on criminal defense law. It's who they are. It's what they do. The goal is to provide you and yours with the very best legal defense. They, You can reach John and his team. He has a bunch of phone numbers, but I'll give you one central number that, that works just great. 609-641-641. 2266. Visit John on the web at johnzarek.com. johnzarek.com. Good morning, John. Good morning, Harry. Hey, hey, and almost Happy New Year. Here. Almost. Yeah. This is uh, New Year's Eve, Eve, Eve. Uh, and John, before I forget, uh, thanks for a great year. Thank you for a great year. It's been... Uh been fantastic actually when you think back over the year what a year oh, it's been what a year yeah yeah i mean who whoever thought we'd be discussing nuclear warfare on a more or less weekly basis right it's true right. it's true is it more likely less likely um pretty pretty crazy but this is this is life, you know. This is what uh, God had in store for us this year. So, uh, you know, it, it must all fit in in a uh, in a positive way. At least that's my belief. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. You would, you know, you think about you look at like we're what three hundred and sixty two days into the year, so the whole year is almost over. And if you went back a full year. And thought about what would the new year. So if we were exactly 365 days ago, three days before the new year of then 2022, so many things happened that we couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, certainly, number one, the war in Ukraine, that, that absolutely was absurd, really. And... uh unspeakable yeah and you know not only that the war would start um you know if you if you look at the background and look at the setting i mean we you know putin um he's a kgb apparatchik and uh you know what that really is harry and, and you know everyone should realize it um people tend to analyze him in a you know he's a he's a politician and he has these views and um some other views and um you know they they analyze it as if he's a normal person yeah. but the fact is um 
you know, I, I remember John McCain was asked, uh, and, and this is when everybody was sort of in love with Putin and um, George Bush, for example, uh, you know, said he looked into his soul and he could, you know, as, I don't know the exact terminology, but essentially that he was a good person, that stuff sort of thing. And uh, John McCain, who, uh, you know, is is very, he was very, very realistic and uh, understood how the world, world worked. And, you know, if you, if you sit in prison for five and a half years in a communist country, you get a pretty, you get a pretty good perspective on how the world works, right? That, you know, it's not theory anymore. You're experiencing it. And um, so he was asked about Putin, and he said, uh, he's a KGB apparatchik. What else is there to, uh, what else is there to know? You know? Exactly. Um, And he also, you know, also, you know, George Bush had said he looked into his eyes and he could see his soul, something like that, some dreamy comment. And, um, John McCain said, uh, yeah, I looked into his eyes, too. He said, uh, I, I see three letters, KGB, you know, and what that means is it's it's not just like we have our CIA, you know, we have the FBI. Now, the FBI's job is counterintelligence. So all the Russian spies, you know, the FBI counterintelligence they're the people that take care of um, all the Russian spies. Uh, you know, CIA is essentially foreign-oriented, uh, but the FBI—they—it's their job to take care of, of Russian spies in the country, essentially, and so they have to follow them around and <clears throat> monitor them and keep track of them, and. You know, but we've got normal people. Now, sure, there's going to be someone who goes um, a little off from time to time by nature of the business. But, you know, generally, you know, we have people that are doing a job. Mm-hmm. You know, they get hired, they get paid. They're doing a job. They're not engaged in a illegal activity. Um, or if, you know, if, if there's activity which is questionable it's authorized authorized activity um but the russians you know it's it's a different story the kgb at the time putin was was active you know which was basically basically like from 1970 to 1990 when in his heyday before the soviet union fell or dissolved um what those guys were and and he was a leader, you know. He wasn't just a regular guy. I mean, he was um, had a significant position in the KGB. What those guys were were essentially gangsters. You know, it was it was you had a you know you sort of like a double O seven. You had a license to kill, but in their case, you had a license to steal. So. The, it it was really okay maybe they did some espionage type stuff 
once in a while. Maybe they sent a report not once in a while. But the primary job they had, self-appointed job, the primary job they had was to get money. And they would do that for themselves, you know. Um, and they would do that by any means possible. And their specialty, you know, and certainly Putin's for the that 20 years, was extortion, um, you know, using, you know, getting um, information on other people, um, getting them to do what they wanted them to do, and, and, and primarily getting them to get, get, put them in a position to get money. That was really, you know, so it's, it's like, a, you know, a, the, the phrase I like uh, the most about the Soviet Union or, or about Russia, you know, Russia is not, um, it's, it's not a country. It's a gas station being run by the mob. And look, look, look at this example, John. I'll send you into the break with this. If you want to comment on this uh, after the break, the time is yours. It can just be standalone as well, but it supports what you're saying. As you know, I say this often. I don't believe in coincidences. So on Christmas Day, suddenly a healthy man that suffered from no known health conditions whatsoever dies. He happens to be a former general who used to be in good stead with Putin, but he runs the official Russian tank factory and Putin is not happy with their production, uh, which obviously I don't think he would be happy with anyone's production because he's getting his ass beat by the Ukrainians. And so nothing is going to be good enough. So this guy suddenly dies right before he suddenly died. Another guy who used to be in with Putin, a 65-year-old, Alexander Buzikov, the former general director of what was called, uh, it still is called, but he's gone, Admiralty, Ship, Admiralty Shipyards. Meanwhile, he's dead, mysteriously, out of nowhere. That's the other thing. So when you talk about mob and, and KGB, uh, here we have political differences and we settle them in, in the blood sport known as politics which is a full contact sport but in russia you get poisoned uh you suddenly just don't wake up uh you're suddenly gone now look both of these guys could have just suddenly died but it seems very uh coincidental that they're both involved in areas where the shipbuilding isn't meeting putin's goals or his desires and the guy that was in charge of the tank factory. So that's another example of, I think, what you're saying. We'll be back with John Zarek. I am. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Uh, you got to love short breaks when you're a talk show host. And Zarek, you're a talk show host. You got to love short breaks too. So uh, when your former friends wind up all of a sudden dying when they were very healthy, right before they died, uh, that's uh, the Russian way too, isn't it, John? Yeah, I mean it's it's the KGB way, and uh, you know that's as I said that he spent 20 years 
being a KGB agent or supervisor or station chief, whatever. And, and the primary thing that they do is get money for themselves, you know, and the, the primary method, uh, to do their regular work and also their extortive work is, is, you know, extortion, you know, they, they get things on people, um, they videotape them, they audiotape them, they uh, get them involved in uh, transactions that are uh, criminal. Uh, and then they use that extortion or just outright threats. Uh, they use that extortion and those threats to get things from them. <clears throat> now, sometimes, you know, it, it, you know, almost incidentally, some of those things will be um, you know, national security type things, the typical things that spies do. But a lot of the time, you know, a great deal of the time, they use that position to get money for themselves and get things for themselves. So consequently, you see um, when you saw Putin take, take power, um, the country was pretty much in a shambles and there was a lot of, um, you know, everything got privatized. So the, all these state, these state um, organizations and corporations and businesses um, had to be handed out to someone. Um, they could have done it in a stockholder way, you know, broken all those up. But instead, Putin just gave them to uh, the oligarchs. So... You know, one person got gas, one person got mining, one person got manufacturing, one person got shipping, you know. So all of a sudden, they got handed um, fortunes, you know, billions of dollars. And the, you know, the, the, all they had to do was take care of Putin. And so, you know, he's, he's considered one of the richest people in the world right now. He lives in palatial surroundings. He's, uh, you know, he's lives lives like a um, Middle Eastern potentate. That's what he he has total power, and always is the threat of uh, death and imprisonment or imprisonment. Always around everyone um, that's close to him. So I think I think a demonstration of that was uh, I think most of us probably saw when he was he had this uh, uh, meeting of all his cabinet ministers and it was on television and he was dressing down the head of his secret police, you know, the head of the, his intelligence services and berating him. And they, he'd ask some questions and the guy would give an answer. And the answer wasn't to his liking. And he'd say, no, no, that's not, uh, that's not right. Speak plainly, speak plainly. And he, he, you know, had the guy tongue-tied and fumbling like a, a fifth grader uh, in order to get the right answer for Putin. And, you know, essentially treating him. Now, he's, a, he's an extremely powerful guy. He'd be like the head of the head of the CIA and the FBI put together and he's dressing them down on, on public television and everyone just 
And he did that with other people, too. And everyone just took it. Hmm. You know, it was a public demonstration of his power. And the fear people have of displeasing him, because, um, you know, ultimately, if people displease him, they can end up in um, they can end up dead or they can end up in prison. And he enforces that with, um, you know, everyone who is his enemy or perceived to be his enemy has um, shadows. You know, they have they have people that do nothing but shadow them, follow them, know where they are, where they're going, um, every place in Europe and and certainly in some other parts of the world, too. So um, at any time, and their job is simply to kill that person when uh, Putin gives the word to kill them. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows that that's what's going on. So it's, it's you know, he's um, a bad guy, um, a gangster um, oriented toward greed and plunder, and also oriented toward the the thrill of being in charge of uh, a large empire. And uh, because he's because he's done it and gotten away with it uh, repeatedly in the past, you know, Georgia, um, um, Georgia, Chechnya, um, um, Syria um, and, um, you know, Ukraine, Crimea and Eastern Ukraine. Yeah, they were they because he's gotten away with it. Why wouldn't he think that he would get away with it this time? So, you know, what we're seeing now is the culmination of very, very bad foreign policy. Yeah. I also think that he is unwell and there just seems to be mounting evidence, John, that that's the case. And I think that makes him even more dangerous. You know, if you take the analogy of of a wounded animal uh, there, they can be very, very dangerous. A guy like him, if he is in the state that's being reported, and it seems, I, I believe it actually at this point, there seems to be enough evidence that that he has uh, some multiple forms of cancer. Uh, if he sees his own mortality, he could be very, very dangerous. I mean, if this is a guy that at his age thought he was going to be around for another twenty years, I you know, we might see a more moderate version. But if he thinks he's in the final year or something like that of of vitality of life, uh, John, that can be very dangerous. It, it certainly could be. Um, uh, how, however, you know he's he you know, he's not dead yet, and he certainly doesn't want to die. I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything definitive about him being sick. Um, I mean, there's speculation, there are ideas, and some of those, some of those are pretty strong. But I don't know anything uh, definitive about him being very ill. Uh, and and also, he's got other people um, that he cares about. You know, he there, he's got kids. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got a a very. Uh, you know, he has a girlfriend who I understand used to be a very accomplished gymnast. So, right, he's got some people he wants to make sure that he takes care of. Yeah, she's a she's uh, 
quite a, a beauty, Elena Kabeyava, and uh, Kabeyeva, and uh, she's a gymnast and quite beautiful. She's uh, 39 now. I think they have several kids, and you know he he doesn't want even even the worst uh, sociopaths, psychopaths. Um, they 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 have typically a soft spot for their own families. You know, they're not murderous with regards to their own families. In fact, in fact, they're quite protective. Um, we know about the uh, the Iceman, they called him, um, in North Jersey. He was the hitman for the mob in North Jersey, and there have been documentaries and so forth on him. Um, he was... Um, he really had no feeling whatsoever. He, he, he would kill people in very bizarre ways, put them in caves, um, videotape rats, eating them alive. Um, just, you know, just to see, you know, kind of a kill them just to watch them die Jeez. type of guy. And, uh, totally, yeah, totally heartless. Like an, like a Nazi. And, uh, yeah. And the guy, and the, and of course the mob loved it, you know, like he, they, you know, they, they just couldn't get enough of it because nobody was as creatively cruel as he was. And so he did lots and lots and lots of murders for the mob. Uh, but uh, he was very loving and tender toward his uh, his wife and his kids. Um, just doted on them. He was very protective of them. He he. You know, his cold-bloodedness didn't extend to his wife and kids. And so, you know, we have that. You know, we have his his uh, girlfriend and also his former wife and other children and children with uh, Kabayeva, um, the current girlfriend. And she's, you know, uh, he, he no doubt loves them, is protective of them. And, and you know, so... You know, nuclear war means everybody dies. So uh, he doesn't want to die. Obviously, he's got a seems to have a pretty. He, he seems to have a zest for life. I, th- I think you're right, and that's why he's having all these treatments. And and I understand that it's it's a Western type of uh, care that he's getting, not the kind of care he would get in in Russia. For some reason, I was about to say the Soviet Union, but if he knows at some point that he's done. I think he's capable of lighting off uh, nukes. I mean, if, if he's hours from death or, you know, days, weeks, months from death, I think he's very dangerous. He's dangerous to begin with. Yeah, I, think I think his wife and children would prevent that. Uh, well, that's a good point. I, I that's think, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think his wife and children would prevent it. Um not that he wouldn't kill everybody else in the world. He would kill everybody, but if that meant that then they would get killed, that would be enough to stop him. I, I like that logic. It's, you know, he's twisted, but yeah, yeah, that 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 sounds sounds about right. John, halftime break. Don't go yeah. away. Right on time. It's thirty minutes past the hour with John Zarek. You are listening to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five South Jersey's number one news talk radio station all because of you and we know it this is the town square new jersey info and weather network harry hurley with multiple stories that you can follow right now 
on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. The Atlanta County Prosecutor's Office has made it abundantly clear they will not try the Wigglesworth Christmas murder case in the media. I've got the story. Check it out. Atlantic City, Atlantic County, Cape May. Residents have shared their favorite childhood memories. We have another article about the best steaks in two counties and cell phone photos of your favorite meals and a whole lot more. Back with John. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Two beautiful, mild, dry days ahead, then a damp and dreary end to 2022. Clouds to start today, then sun comes out by this afternoon. We're staying dry, a little chill in the air this morning, high of 53 this afternoon. Clear, calm, and cool tonight, low 36, mild tomorrow, 57. Lots of sun, then increasing clouds through the afternoon. Next chance of rain will come Saturday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Updated early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. PG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. Uh, yes, the best breaks in the business. 33 minutes past the hour. Early in the morning with John Zarek. Counselor, time is yours. Yes, Harry. Uh, well, we're talking about Putin and his relative danger. Um, uh, it, it's not only the fact that he might, he may, maybe he doesn't want to start a nuclear war. I don't think he does. Uh, you know, as I said, he's he's got um, family, children, grandchildren. Um, I think at least three children with uh, his uh, girlfriend, Miss Kavayeva. Um, she's 39 at this time. So, um, you know, he, 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 uh, he has like most, uh, like most people, he has a lot of affection for his family. And I, I think that's a deterrent to, uh, starting a nuclear war. However, he's not, um, averse to, um, talking about nuclear war, um, discussing how powerful Russia's rockets are and how powerful their uh, bombs are, atomic weapons are. So, um, you know, he's, he's willing to take some risk with regard to that. And, but when you have that stuff going on, it's, it's, it's very dangerous. I mean, any war is dangerous. I mean, there's, there's never a guarantee that a war won't expand, um, you know, for example, we could see it right now. Um, Iran, uh, the, the Ukrainians are doing very well in the war against Russia. Um, Russia's running short of weapons. Um, they're trying to get something going. They, they've been trying to break through at Bakhmut, um, where my brother Mark uh, spent some time recently. Um, it's a major battleground um, we were talking um, with uh, one of our my nieces, and she said, uh, "Is it dangerous? Uh, were you in any places that were dangerous?" And um, he said, "Actually, every place was dangerous. You know, every place was dangerous because they're firing in every city that he that, that he um, entered." Uh, there were drones and rocket attacks uh, 
every night. So, uh, and then in in places like Bakhmut um, and Kherson, there are lots of mines all over. Uh, there's still uh, battles going on um, right now. The Russians are across the Dnipro River, but shelling um, constantly in an increasing uh, frequency. Shelling Kherson, for example, and Bakhmut just doesn't. There, there really is nothing but um, shells of building buildings left there. So, you know, there are battles going on all over the place. So it's it's a it's a it's a dangerous a dangerous place. But the, in general, the Ukrainians are doing extremely well. They've taken a couple parts. They've taken some Russian territory around Bakhmut, north and south of the city and um you know they when when we get a good freeze it's not quite constantly frozen yet but when it does then they're going to be much more mobile um and i think they're going to be a lot i think there's going to be another offensive and um, a lot more territory taken but um having you know but just being in a war situation is dangerous because, for example, Iran, Russia is running short. Um, everyone's kind of kept nuclear weapons away from Iran. They know they're crazy, and nobody wants a nuclear war. So they've kept the weapons away from nuclear weapons and technology away from Iran. But now, um, because of the war in Ukraine um, and because of the need for for Weapons. Russia is getting drones and rockets from Iran. Well, um, he's going to share nuclear technology. They want what they want. They'll give them. They'll give them all that stuff, and they'll manufacture that stuff. But what what they want is nuclear technology and rocket technology. And that, um, you know, Putin may not have given it before because he doesn't didn't want to be in the middle of a world war. But right now. You know, the, the stakes are so high that he'll give them a lot that they didn't get before. If that goes on a while, then certainly Israel will attack Iran, you know, without question. Yeah, I saw actually a report where there is every belief that there will be an attack of Iran within the next two to three years. Sounds about right to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, whenever, whenever they're close to operational nuclear weapons um, deliverable by rockets, then Israel will take them out. Because, you know, one thing um, uh, that's been said repeatedly by Netanyahu uh, is, look, uh, we know from experience, meaning um, Israel and certainly the world, we should know, we know from experience, and, and, and referring primarily to the Jewish people, um, we know from experience that when people say um, they want to kill us and that as soon as they get the means to kill us and the opportunity to kill us, they will kill us, then we know when they talk like that, when they get the weapons, they will, in fact, kill us, right? Mm. They will, in fact, do it. You know, Hitler was very clear about that. Um, his, you know, very sp- famous speech, 
just prior to the start of World War II um, in 1939 when he said, he, you know, he, he gave a speech and he said if, uh, you know, the, the Jewish people had absolutely nothing to do with starting the war. Um, that war was started because Hitler wanted uh, Lebensraum, which is breathing space, living space for his Reich, the same thing that um, Putin is is doing. He, he dreams of empire. Well, Hitler had dreams of empire, but at the beginning of the, of the, um, just before the war began, he gave a very famous, famous speech, which said, if, if um, the, the Jews start this war and persist in uh, pursuing this, which was absurd, they, they didn't start anything, then it will not result in the destruction of Germany. It'll just result in the destruction of um, the Jews of Europe. And, you know, he said, so essentially he said he was going to kill the Jews, and he did, in fact, do that. When he, when he got the means and the political power, he did, in fact, do it. Mm. So we can, we can understand that when, you know, as Netanyahu says, and as many believe, and I think it's the, the correct belief, when Iran gets the means to destroy Israel, um, essentially it needs nuclear weapons to do that. When Iran gets the means to destroy Israel, it will in fact destroy Israel, if given the opportunity. Yeah, which Israel, though, won't let it happen, because they do have nuclear, as you know, and they'll wipe out Iran. I mean, if if it got to the point where... Uh, that's where we were. You just um, jogged my memory about something. I've been thinking about this quite a bit. In fact, I purchased. I'm a I'm a big book fan, and I like the um, the autograph books whenever possible. So before Netanyahu made his comeback, right before actually, I purchased uh, his book, Bibi. Uh, it's a beautiful book, by the way. If you get the one I got, it's got the gold gilded pages and the slip case. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. And it's autographed by Benjamin Netanyahu. What can you say about this man and his resilience, John, that I think this is the third time that he will be prime minister? This is after uh, uh, corruption charges that his wife was actually, uh, I think, found guilty. He is, I think, still has the charges that aren't fully uh, dealt with. It's not going to stop him. He's he's uh, he, he will. He's formed his government. He's got the. He's got it, you know, together, and they have the majority now in the Knesset. Uh, strong performance in the last election because he was always winning, but he wasn't able to get what you need to be able to form the government and such. What can you say about this guy and his resilience? Well, uh, human beings uh, long for peace. It's, uh, you know, it's an atavistic uh, trait of humans that, we want peace and we want to hope for the best. And also, unfortunately, you know, by atavistic, I mean something that's in our genes for a million years. So um, it's, it's, it's a trait of humans to hope for the best and to dream of the best and to ultimately believe that the peaceful, um, gentle way is is the one that is the way to go the way the way to 
for everyone to be happy. And that's really the seed of um, the idea of communism, socialism. I mean, the core the core ideas are, you know, they're very nice ideas. Everyone work together, everyone contribute, and so forth. It doesn't work at, out in the reality because mm-hmm. you typically get a strong man in, in charge who oppresses everyone, yeah. enriches himself, yep. and uh, starts wars and kills people. John, final break. Let me, let me uh, give you my two cents as we go into the break. England dispatched Churchill unceremoniously. Whenever, and they went with someone like a Neville Chamberlain. Whenever they feel comfortable, and you could say the same in Israel, feel safe maybe, if that's a way to put it, like you mentioned a moment ago, you get these um, Ehud Barak's, uh, Neville Chamberlains. But when it's wet your pants time, they come crying back to Churchill. They come crying back to Netanyahu. I, I think that is... Not an opinion. That is a fact, what I just stated. And I'm going to ask John his comment on that when we come back. With John Zarek, I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And back to John Zarek in just a moment. Quick reminder, today, 3 to 6 p.m., Tomorrow, 12 noon to 3 p.m., I will be filling in for Fox News Radio, so you know where to find me. You can go to foxnewsradio.com or guybensonshow.com or tomorrow, uh, Fox Across America. And then tomorrow's program, two of the three hours, will replay from 10 p.m. to 12 midnight tomorrow here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This portion of Early in the Morning also brought to us in part by Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals. Uh, I want to thank a very good friend of mine who yesterday turned to Ambient Comfort, and I understand they did a great job for him and his family because this is the time where if your system is not up to it, uh, it's going to be exposed during this cold season. And Ambient Comfort can work on any system regardless of who installed it. So if you notice something unusual, and typically you don't always, something can just go wrong. You know, hey, it was working yesterday. It's not working today. But you might hear noises or unusual cycling, different things that just you just know something isn't quite right. The technicians at Ambient Comfort are skilled. They're prepared to get you through the winter, again, regardless of who originally installed your system. So don't be left out in the cold. Don't do as I say. Do as I do. Call Ambient Comfort 609-568-0955. 609-568-0955. On the web at ambientcomfortnj.com. Tell them Hurley in the Morning sent you. So, John, I put out there that the United Kingdom threw Churchill in the trash can and then came crying back when they were at great threat during the World War. Uh, you have all these examples of when the tough you know times are happening and Israel is is feeling, you know, very, very unsafe. They turn to Netanyahu. Then they dispatch him again. And then they turn to him again. And they dispatch him again. Uh, what do you make of that comment? Well, he understands the nature of reality. Uh, the reality is, uh, I think there's a famous quote by uh, Will Durant, who wrote 
history of civilization. I don't know how many volumes it is, 20 maybe, um, a renowned historian. And he was asked, uh, you know, what's the most important lesson of history? And he said, uh, very easy. If um, you uh, have a country and you have good things in that country um, and you don't have weapons and there are um, there's a neighbor who has weapons, then that we- that neighbor will come and kill you and take the good things that you have. That's that's the nature of the world. And that's been going on since, you know, the the one clan can't clan of cavemen on one side of the river decided they wanted what the other cavemen on the other side of the river had and they went and they killed them and took what they had. And that's essentially what we have going on to this very day. And humanity hasn't changed very much. We have really sophisticated ideas and in some circumstances like for example with nato and the european union and uh you know alliances that are based somewhat on principle um and defense uh we we have some success but um you can see how successful uh all the un and all our high-minded theories are when you look at Putin and Ukraine, you know, it was just an outright brutal uh, attack carried out in, in the most brutal manner available, which is to kill civilians, kill infrastructure, try to freeze people to death. Um, it's, it's as bad as it can get. So Netanyahu understands that. And he understands that, um, yeah, when, when Iran says they're going to wipe Israel off the face of the face of the map, like Hitler, they weren't, they're not kidding. Uh, that's their burning desire at this time. And they will, they'll do it if they can get away with it. So he understands the nature of reality and, uh, and, you know, but it's, it's not a reality that we as human beings, are inclined to um, support and believe. You know, we really want to hope for the best. We really want to think of the goodness of mankind. But it's uh, it's there's not a lot of evidence that that's the case. I mean, if if we have if we have the weapons to keep the bad guys from killing us and taking our, our good things, then we're going to be we're going to survive. And if we don't, then we won't survive. And that's what's going on in Israel, you know, right now. Um, he he's he's done a lot. He's made peace with uh, a number of the Arab Arab countries, and they're getting along. They're trading. They're they're doing well. So he's his his strategy of making sure that the bad guys can't kill you and take your things uh, has worked pretty well through the years. And so that's why he has the support now of. Uh, of the Israeli people, because they, they, I think especially with regard when when it comes to Putin, they know, yep. you know, here's a demonstration of the reality of life. When they feel threatened, and you need a strong military type leader, that's when they turn back to Churchill. That's when they turn back to Netanyahu. 
that's what we see. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Churchill was, you know, his his problem was, um, you know, starting around 1930, he saw the, the threat of Hitler. He saw the threat of militarism in Germany. And he um, started to support rearmament, which is building building weapons of all kinds in England to make to counter this threat. And um, the people were so disgusted by the slaughter of the First World War. I mean, there was it wasn't a family that didn't lose one or two people in the family in the First World War in England. So they were so disgusted that their desire for peace and their love of peace and their revulsion to the slaughter of war um, caused them to think that everything would be okay if they didn't uh, rearm and prepare for the threat of Hitler. And they persisted in that. And because he was counter to that um, in his thinking and his public pronouncements and his writings, um, he was frozen out of the government for 10 years, which is unheard of. When your own party is in power in British politics, you get a job. If you've been a cabinet minister before, you're going to get a job as a cabinet minister um, the next time around. That was not done with him. He was ridiculed and frozen out, and that can, that persisted until the uh, Germans were practically on the English Channel. And then, of course, like, um, like uh, Netanyahu and Israel, they came and got him and said, hey, will you... By the way, he wasn't elected. He was, you know, they, they, the people lost faith, and so did the king, in um, uh, Chamberlain, and he... Uh, he wasn't elected. He was selected. Yeah, he was simply sent, the king yeah. sent for him and said, will you please form a government? Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the way it was. And, you know, it's... it's. Um, I think Lucian Blackwell, if I'm not mistaken, a general in... If I have his name correctly, his name was Lucian. Uh, he was a, a famous general uh, in World War II, and and they said, uh, "How come you're, you know, how, he he was rejected because he was such a warrior?" Um, and he said, uh, "They said, how come they selected you? How come they brought you into prominence?" He said, "Well, when the bulls start flying." <laughs> They call for the sons of bitches, and um, <laughs> that's fantastic. So that's the case with uh, with uh, Churchill. That's the case with Netanyahu. Um, I, I don't, you know, the the label doesn't apply, but uh, <laughs> literally, but it really means, you know, they call for the tough, they call for the strong, tough guys when the the barbarians are at the gate. Exactly. And that's that's where we're at right now. John, three-minute drill in your 2022 broadcast year. Bring us home, Counselor. Yeah, it's uh, it's been some, some year. Um, who would have thought that we'd go through the experiences that we've gone through in the past year? Um, but we're still we're still in the ball game. Country's still in one piece. Um, I think we we see some fracturing of uh, political alliances uh, because of the war. You know, we have people opposing 
you know, opposing supporting Ukraine, which is, I, I think, pretty insane. Um, some famous people, not not many, a very small percentage, but there are people that are opposing supporting Ukraine, which simply would mean that we would uh, that they would lose the war. Yeah, that's all. And you'd have. You know, every border, the, the Russians would be on. Yeah, every- you'd have a stronger Russia. See, I don't understand this either, John. You and I have talked about this, and there's no rational thought there that I can 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 ascertain. Because if you're not for Ukraine, then I don't want to go, you know, uh, over the top and say that means you're for Russia. Some say that. I won't. But it is, is de facto, it would allow Russia to steamroll right through on to Poland. Who knows where next? I mean, it just seems so self-evident that supporting Ukraine to be successful in stopping Russia is in our vital national interests. Yeah, and he, he, he you know, he wouldn't stop. He's 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 done this repeatedly. He hasn't been met with um, strong response from the United States. He he hasn't been met. In fact. There's a really good, um, you could Google John McCain, Ukraine, uh, 2015. And he says at that point, which was very controversial, he said, you know, I'm ashamed of my country. Um, I'm ashamed of myself for not doing more to push back when Putin took uh, Crimea and took the eastern provinces. Yep. He said it's just a horrible situation. 30 seconds. At least we should give them give them weapons to fight with. So I wanted to say also, Harry, we have a, uh, a charity, a nonprofit corporation that uh, we started, um, Ukraine Humanitarian Inc. And um, there are people cold and starving and dying of lack of medication and and of, of just the cold. And if anyone wants to uh, donate, just call my office, uh, 641-2266, John Zarek, Z-A-R-Y-C-H, for those who don't know. Call and we'll tell you how to do it. And it's pure, your donation of any amount will, that amount of food and medicine will hit um, the villages and and homes of people that, that are desperate need. that is the finish There's line no overhead john thanks for a great year wpgg atlantic city wenjhd3 millville a town square media station everything you need to know in six minutes starts now stand by we're gonna- from harry hurley way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Love it. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is five minutes past the hour. Thank you for waking up early in the morning. Okay, while the phone lines are completely open no one is on hold right now meaning everybody has an equal opportunity uh to hear what i'm going to say and then i hope you'll engage what i'd like to do this hour and and if we have the opportunity we'll do something in the same sort of genre in the nine o'clock hour tomorrow because that will literally be the last broadcast hour for 2022 of the hurley in the morning program uh although i will be on 
tomorrow from usual 6 to 10.06, then noon to 3 live doing Fox Across America, and then 10 p.m. to 12 midnight tomorrow, uh, the replay. So you'll have a chance to check us out if you care to. I hope you will. So what I want to do this hour is talk about things that have happened in 2022 that you think are important to you. I think that's a good topic. A lot has happened. Uh, It doesn't have to be anything that happened directly to you. It could be issues uh, at the national level, state level, county level, local level in your community that are of interest to you. What are some of the interesting things that happened in 2022? I think John Zara clearly talked about one of them in the last segment, uh, in the last hour, and that is nobody necessarily saw that coming. And that is that Russia would attack Ukraine. And obviously that proves that elections have consequences because if we didn't change horses, there's zero chance in my mind that Putin would have attacked Ukraine had Trump remained the president. It just wouldn't have happened. There's no fear about Biden. Uh, They saw what he did in Afghanistan. That's obviously something in 2022 that uh, is just utterly disgraceful. There's never been anything like it. He lied and said that the generals uh, approved of his plan. They, They testified under oath that they did not approve of the plan. They strenuously objected to the plan. And I, as I said in, the, in real time, what kind of fool would have the military leave first and people last and leave billions of dollars of expensive equipment, military equipment? Who does that? To quote Jack Cittarelli, 609. 407. That's what I'm talking. 407 1450. 609 407 1450. That's what I'm talking about. The types of issues that are on your radar during the 2022 year. It's a lot to talk about. It's wide open. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Harry, all I have to say is. Um, well, two things. The one is that who who would have known that Elon Musk is going to open this thing up for us? That's hey, one. That's good. But the real reason I called. Yeah. Yes, it is. But the. Re- Hopefully your microphone is going to turn back on because at the moment we cannot hear you, which is terrible in the talk radio business. Yes. Can you hear me now? Harry? Now I can hear you. It clicked and you came back. Welcome okay. back. I apologize. No, no, it's not. I don't think it's you. And we lost oh, you. Again. No, maybe not. Okay, right, well, now you're back again. I don't know if you got a bad wire or if it's on our end, but anyhow, we can hear you now. Okay, and I'm not going to move. So Good. here, um, who would have thought that the richest man in the world was going to expose these phonies? But that's not why I called. Okay. What I called for was to do this, is to thank you for six to ten. I know what you, I don't know, but I have an idea of what you do to prepare for this and just thank you for six to 10. Oh, That's all. Thank you. Year. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Take care. Yep. You were crystal clear. Uh, thank you. I think you had a bad wire. I used to remember when we talk more now wirelessly, but if you had a, a wire that had a cord that suddenly went bad, that if you stayed perfectly still, it would still make the connection. But if you move slightly, it would, um, You'd lose the connection. That's what that that's what that sounded like. 609 407 1450. 
Well, obviously, 2022, every, anytime you're not here, I'm going to just throw an item in, into the um, into the goulash. Uh, the election of November 8th. Huge. Didn't go exactly how anyone thought it was going to go. Uh, nobody predicted it. Everybody, even the Democrats, predicted maybe they were doing it. Because you, you create expectations that can't be met and then you say, oh, underperformed and, you know, it's, it's a game. But I expected the House to be more than 222 to 212 and obviously the one seat is open at the moment. Democrats are trying to force another seat with um, Santos in the 3rd District of New York. Uh, so I expected that to be more in the couple to three dozen range than 10 or 11-ish. Uh, and really, that's a swing of only five or six. So that was a big, a big deal. I always said I was one of the few. I always said that the Senate could go either way. I'm, I'm very proud of that prediction because I didn't get caught up in that this was a wave election and it's in the bag. Number one, I knew that Democrats play for keeps and in all these battleground states they were outspending Republicans, I mean crazily. And, of course, they had the, the better uh, vote by mail and early voting. So that made that very challenging. So we always left open that the um, the Senate could go either way or that it could actually stay exactly where it was 50-50. And it's close to that. It's 51-49, barely. Uh, so that didn't shock me. I did expect more House seats, but it does go to show you. And a couple things did happen, though. That abortion ruling made a big difference. I think it cost at least 10 Republican seats. It just got people jazzed up and and highly energized to, uh, you know, to have a reason to vote. So I think that was a big deal. Every time I see you pop in, I'll go from what I'm doing to your calls. 609 407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hi, Harry. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just need to tell you that I listen to you guys every day. You have great guests coming on, and your, your listeners who also call it are fantastic. What I am disappointed in is the whole year, and even the past year, on how most of the media has not contributed at all to this country and turned their backs on this country for not saying and not telling the truth of what's happening. Yeah. Just on what's happening at the border. How can someone sit in their studios and look at the camera where there are millions of us American citizens looking at the television, watching these people and listen to these people day after day and they're not telling people the truth. Yeah, and even worse, I mean, because there's acts of commission, there's acts of omission. They aren't even reporting it. They pretend as though there is not a border crisis. And it's almost 5 million that we know, which means it's more than 5 million. I could not agree with you more. It, it is it is an abomination that they do it. Uh, and look, they did the same thing, though, with the Biden family and their, their graft uh, because – they want a result that suits their desire, which is the permanent Democrat majority. So they don't care about the truth. 
Elon Musk dumps all these documents proving FBI collusion and other uh, Biden administration collusion with Twitter. Uh, it's not even a yawn. They they've devoted zero seconds. CNN, a couple of minutes. No one else in the Democrat media, a single second, not one second of coverage. And in fact, the only coverage they give is they're trying to take down Elon Musk. They're trying to ruin him. Oh, he's 75 percent down. He's lost 80 million, 80 billion dollars. They're 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 actively trying to take him down. And the reason for that is they want to stop him. Yes, they don't want Twitter to be free speech. They want it to be like like it was and like the other social media. But they also set an example and say, look, this guy was worth 200 billion. You know, now he's worth like 70 billion. And if we can take him down, we can take anybody down. Correct. I agree, Harley. Good comment. Great, great analysis. Uh, Ending. Listen, have a great new year. Let's just hope 2023 is going to be what we need it to be. And hopefully someone or some people in government will open up people's eyes and say, you know, we have been misleaded. We need to change the channel or listen to other people. I mean, look at these other people. CNN, you know, Don Lemon's not doing too good. I think he's going to be gone. Yeah, he he went from prime time to the morning to out. That'll be his next Yeah, he's 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 done, you know, and I just hope that maybe that should happen to some more people. Uh, you know, you hate people losing their jobs, but some of the money that these people are making are just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we just, people just want to believe someone and have faith in someone that we can listen to and get the facts straight. It's true. And right now there's just a handful and you are one of them. Thank so you. So have a great new year. Let's hope 2023 will be one of the best that we've ever had. And let's just hope this recession stops. Harry. Thank you very much. Happy new year. And I appreciate your call very, very much. 609-407-1450. You will be next right after the break. Please don't go away. Open forum until Brian Kilmeade. 609-407-1450 and open phone line. This isn't just I am. We are. Early in the morning. That's right. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Gambler. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me today at 3, but now back to Hurley in the morning right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, Sean Hannity. My friend Eric just sent me a text about you. How about that? Sean Hannity pops up. Eric sends me a note about Sean Hannity. 20 minutes past the hour. I'm in the mood for an uncommon on-air phone call. So why not turn to the uncommon man? Hello. I love you, my little brother. Does, does your statement that you only hear it here first, I get paid for it, and you won't hear it anywhere else, and no one will report it, does that still hold, hold true on your show? A hundred percent. We we are typically first. We are the most often copied, duplicated. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes to all that. Yes. Okay, here it goes. Okay. Now, this is a mouthful. All right. Uh, next to Costco in Marlton is a top-secret Navy listening base with a giant fence around it. Next to that is a rich person's uh, golfing range, a driving range, just to tell you where it is. I'm on Costco's video surveillance at the, the checkout with my receipt. 
I'm looking around, I'm checking out, and I see I see military uniforms. So you got my attention. Only they were red, blue, and purple. The pigs, camouflage. I said, we don't have red, blue, and purple. I walked right over to the guy. He had what looked like uh, tic-tac-toes on his name area. So I said to myself, wait a second, are we being... Uncommon Man, I'm going to wait for your microphone to turn back on. If you can hear me, the last thing we heard you said on his um, lapel was tic-tac-toe, which to me looks like maybe a hashtag sign. Uh, But let's see if Mark is back. Are you there? I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and call me right back. If you can hear me, we are not able to hear you. And this happens because it's talk radio, atmospheric mystery and phenomenon. It's kind of ironic that the the uncommon man got blipped out when he's talking about sort of um, what's that area called uh, that's uh, near New Mexico. Why am I not forgetting? Why am I forgetting the number? But he was going there. He was going Roswell. And then all of a sudden you can't hear him. It, it, it adds to the to the conspiracy theory. Flash must be absolutely in Nirvana. Wait a minute. He was about to say something like top secret and you can't hear him. They got him. They got him. Now he's here. All right. Uncommon man. The last thing we heard you say was on the lapel of these unusual colored fatigue uh, outfits was you called it the tic tac sign. It's hashtag sign. Most likely take it from there. OK, so it was. It was tic-tac-toe looking on his on his name tag area. I walk up to him. It turns out they're South Korean soldiers of some kind in that top secret naval listening to, to base. They don't belong there. If they want to train them, train them in, in Rhine, in Frankfurt, Rhine. This is crazy. We, we, uncommon man, we lost you again. This is, this might be me doing a monologue for the whole hour. If there's a problem with the phone line, call me right back. Let's try one more time. We're going to say the third time is the charm. Uh, this doesn't happen very often. It's really weird. I mean, John was on one line for an entire hour without even a hiccup. The uncommon man has to call three times to talk once. All right. Talk fast. We're, we're going to hear you. I know I can hear you. Go hear me now yes okay so these guys don't belong in that listening station they're they're foreign they're foreign military they should be trained either in frankfurt germany or in south korea and this is going to be another julian assage uh a chelsea manning or edward snowden case where they don't belong in that listening cage no matter what they don't belong there you just put all this together because you saw things that didn't quite look right then you go into the store and you see other things that don't look right. I don't know what to make of everything that you said, Mark, but I will say this. I have never seen red and blue in this kind of fatigue. I, I have to say that. You you now say you have. Um, but if you're trying to not stand out, that would seem like you'd kind of stand out funny there with, with unusual colors. That you don't normally see. I ran right up to him and I called him out on it because I know you're not allowed to have a foreign military uniform, especially fatigues, a, a combat uniform walking around in, at Costco. 
They don't belong there. They don't belong inside that cage. And I want really I want you to go to the, the world's best congressman, my congressman, Dr. Jefferson Van Drew, and tell him about it. And to prove that I was there, I'm on Costco's video surveillance with my receipt in, in my hand. And I have the date and time stamp on my receipt in my hand right now. Oh, I'm not doubting. I know you for a long time. I'm not doubting you were there. I'm, I'm not even doubting you saw what you saw. I just don't know what it means. I did interview uh, for about 17 minutes Congressman Van Drew yesterday nationally. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to mention to him that you saw some unusual things. You know, there there are a lot of things right under our nose that we just don't even know. I mean, for example, the Hughes Technical Center. There are incredibly top secret things that go on out there that we we don't have the first idea uh, what they are. But but I do know this much. There are things going out there that are of a very highly technical, sensitive level that I think if we knew would blow our minds that we drive past it all the time and have no idea that this kind of stuff is going on. This is usually the kind of thing you either never hear about or it's in some other part of the country and you're never anywhere near it. So you just, you never know. I mean, I don't know. Let me just finish. It's going to be ever so brief. I listened to everything you said and it all sounded sensational. I don't know what it means though. Well, here's what it means. Vladivostok, Russia is the distance from Vetner City Hall to the border of Long, uh, Vladivostok, Russia, to North Korea, is the distance from Vetner City Hall to the borough of Longport's border. Vladivostok, Russia, to China is the difference. Is the distance between Vetner City Hall to my very good friend Gary Fields Restaurant in 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 Pleasantville. Okay. So you have China. Russia, North Korea, and then you have South Korea. You're telling me one of those five guys that I saw at Costco walking around won't go back to South Korea and go to some Navy bar or military bar near their base and some some Russian, Chinese, or North Korean cute-looking girl will pick them up and find out everything that they did inside that naval secret base right there? Oh, you mean like, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, The one that had the um, Swalwell the one that had the Chinese spy girl uh, friend uh, Fang Fang, that kind of thing. Are you talking about? Are you talking? You're not talking about Hunter Biden. Laugh out loud. Yeah, I know same thing. it's the same thing. But now, I, on that occasion, I happen to be talking about uh, Congressman Swalwell, who it, it will be dealt with uh, in just a couple of days. He'll be removed uh, from any intelligence sensitive information. That is a, that is a promise by Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans. I mean, this guy was literally in bed with a Chinese spy. You can't make this stuff up. Then they give him the highest level of security clearance and intelligence briefings and information that not even all the members of Congress get, only the ones that are on that particular committee. It's unbelievable. So listen, I used to hear some of the things you said, and I would just discount them uh, as, as, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm almost ready to believe anything anymore. My, my last thing, my, my last thing is, here's my letter to, to Congressman Van Drew. Dear 
Congressman Honorable Jefferson Van Drew, please get any foreign military out of the top secret naval intelligence next to Costco. Remove them physically and bodily right now. They don't belong in there. If you want to train them, train them on their own soil in their own country, period. End of story. Thank you. Okay, Uncommon Man. Hey, listen, I know there are a lot of things going on right now. China is buying up farmland like you can't believe. They're basically uh, the the banker. They hold our mortgage. We, we owe them so much money. Uh, I, I, I've said this before. We should settle the debt, not even negotiate. We, we should say what you did with COVID-19, the number of Americans that you killed, that you made very sick. I don't know how many people you know. I know quite a few that have what's called long COVID, and they're always tired they're not able to focus like they used to be able to do. And if you don't believe that that's real, I am here to report to you that it is very real. It just isn't real to you. Maybe you haven't had COVID-19 yet, or maybe you had and you recovered you know, beautifully, which I'm, I'm happy. Uh, but there are people walking around. Long COVID is ultimately going to be the cause of death for many people that just never really fully recover out of breath, walking, doing next to nothing, don't have the blood oxygen level that you used to have. Uh, Maybe you were popping somewhere 98, 99, and now you're down 93, 90-ish, 94, 95. They say 96 to 100 in some of the ranges I've seen 95 to 100 is normal. I mean, it's an insidious thing. And I do support, there's something I want to tell you on the other side of the break, it's very important, and I would not have known it without Gordon Chang. Gordon Chang is, I mean, he's the most important voice in America today, in my opinion, on China issues and what it means to America. I'm going to tell you when we come back what he shared with me yesterday. It's, uh, it's chilling, actually. Because you think one thing is true when, in fact, not only is it not, but many times the opposite is true. I thought this decision that was made relative to the COVID-19 and you have to test before you come into the country. I want to share with you what I did not know until I learned it from Gordon Chang. We'll be back. And then, again, I'll defer to your calls. Right now, the phone lines are clear. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. This is Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. So check this one out. Uh, we're at 34 minutes past the hour. Just a quick time set. Uh, and the phone lines are open, 609-407-1450. And we're requesting your input on items that happened in 2022 that were of interest to you. Don't have to be necessarily something that were uh, national issues we're all affected by. So if you make the statement, it doesn't have to be something you're affected by. Most decisions I mean, at the state level or the county level in your particular county, whatever the case might be, your local government. I mean, you are affected by these decisions and certainly federal decisions were all affected by. 
to some degree, even if we don't think we are. We definitely are uh, in terms of what different policies mean by way of uh, IRS regulations. I mean, think about this. Did you ever imagine when one of those crazy multi-trillion dollar spending measures was approved that they would put in there that if you do one Venmo or PayPal uh, for $600 that you're required to do, you might be sending your child or a sibling or whoever uh, $600. It's not a taxable event. Yet is now. You used to be able to do 2,000 of those transactions before any IRS reporting was required. I'm not talking about big money and laundering and, and doing crazy stuff. I'm talking about some just things you might do. Somebody was very kind to you, worked hard for you, and you Venmoed them something, a family member or something, just 100 bucks or something. Now it is 600 hours. That's cumulative, by the way. Uh, and one event of 600 or cumulative of 600, and you have to report. This is insane. It's, it's crazy. And I, they're not going to be able to keep up with it. It's going to be an absolute disaster. But then again, they'll use that as the they create uh, crisis. And then they tell you, we're just the people to fix the crisis. Yeah, we're the they're the arsonist. And then they get to play the fireman. It's terrible. But many people don't know, still maybe heard that for the first time right now. And you might be somebody that does a little bit of, of that all throughout the course of the year. Well, get ready. Because if you do 600, you better get ready to do your IRS form or they know where to come and get you. It's terrible what's going on. These are the things when I say things of interest that happened in 2022. That's what we're doing uh, until Killmead. So we've got about 29 minutes. 609-407-1450. I will return today from 3 to 6 p.m. for Fox News Radio. We have Griff Jenkins, who's a, a great friend of mine for a long time. And he does a wonderful job uh, at the Fox News Channel. In fact, he's been sitting in all week on Fox and Friends. He'll be with us. Liz Peake, who's a great columnist and also a Fox News contributor. I think, I hope, Kellyanne Conway, but we haven't confirmed that yet. And a whole lot more. That's today from 3 to 6. And then tomorrow we'll be here, normal hours, on what will be our final broadcast of 2022 live. And then because we have the best of over the weekend and such, but um, our last live broadcast of 2022 and then from noon to three tomorrow, we'll be working, uh, filling in guest host for Fox Across America, uh, which has a special place in my heart because I launched that show. I did the first two weeks of that show when it was launched, when Todd Starnes left Fox News and Fox Across America was born. So that now you know where I'll be. Also, two hours of that. It's up to Chris Coleman, which two. But two hours of tomorrow's three will be uh, replayed 10 p.m. to 12 midnight tomorrow night. So if you get sick of me tomorrow, I'll understand because we'll be here from 6 to 10.06 a.m., noon to 3, and then 10 p.m. to 12 midnight on the Friday before New Year's. 609-407-1450. I'll tell you about Gordon Chang after your calls. And I, I definitely want to fill you in on what he said, because this testing in China is not as advertised 
Gordon Chang knows exactly how they're doing it, and they're not doing it right. But they have to be doing it this way on purpose. You would never do it this way. When I give you the details of what they're doing, you would never do it this way. 609-407-1450. Kevin hung up. So, Kevin, if you want to check back in, we'll take your call. Uh, I'll tell you about Gordon Chang while I, while I have a minute here. Gordon Chang, I thought this was a great thing. I said, look, I usually disagree, but uh, this is great that uh, they, they followed in the, in, the, in the steps of Italy and other countries that have already been doing this. I mean, look, China has an outbreak going on right now that we can't even imagine. Their vaccines don't work. They're terrible. They're, they're the architect of COVID-19, but their vaccines are inferior to say to be polite. So we have that. The outbreak is unbelievable. Something like half the country. The lock-ins didn't work or the lockdowns didn't work. They have a lot of problems with this right now. So countries around the world, and it was I said it a long time ago, why aren't we testing? We got to test anybody that's coming to America from China. You got to do it. You have to do it. We can't have this. Well, we weren't doing it. Italy and other countries were. And guess what? And this was from our producer, uh, Wyatt, from Fox News Radio. Half of those coming into Italy from China came in COVID-19 positive. Do you realize that number is staggering? Half. Think about that. Netanyahu returns to power as Israel's new government is sworn in. That's good news. That's really good news. So here's what Gordon Chang said. Then I'll get back to your calls. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open. Gordon Chang said, Harry, it's not going like you think. Here's how it's going. They're testing in China. Are you kidding me? I don't trust that. Do you? That end, that's not even like they're testing, if you ask me. You got to test when they get here. And I realize, hey, if somebody's COVID-19 positive, you got a real problem on your hands. We're going to trust China that they're going to test and that they're not going to let it. Look, China knows that's why they did what they did the first time. They let the world get infected. They had to because they were going to be demolished, destroyed. If this could have stayed contained... They weren't going to allow that at all. So this is good news. Turning the calendar to the new year, we're going to finally get the truth that the origin of COVID-19 is that weapons lab, the uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's where this was hatched. They created a biological weapon. It was not some bat stuff in a wet market in China. No way, no how. And experts that have studied the the virus know that it's not naturally caused because they can see things that you don't see if it happened organically. And you could tell there was such a race from Fauci and others to, to dismiss anybody, anybody who said that this originated uh, the way I just said. You were called all kinds of names. Some of the kindest names where you were called a nut, 
you know, all kinds of stuff. But now it other than the liars, it is pretty much the generally if this was accounting, it would be a generally accepted principle of accounting that that's where it happened and how it happened. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry to change the subject, but no, no, uh, no. You're not changing the subject. It's open forum about items. You know, this year, anything you want to talk about? No worries. Well, I'm concerned about uh, Carrie Lake and um, why? Why there? I haven't even heard anything about what's going on with her on Fox. Let alone. Well, let me let me fill you in real quick. Um, she challenged the results on like six different. Um, preemptory challenges a judge knocked out four or so uh on the spot allowed two of them to stand he heard the two he dismissed her case uh and those who don't know it's a seventeen thousand vote difference out of 2.5 some odd million votes uh counted in arizona uh and carrie lake is now appealing that judge's decision as we speak Right. That's your update. Okay. So, yeah. So this leads into my other question, which is, um, is Fox or is, uh, are any of the, like Newsmax, are they not covering it because of this crazy domestic terrorist uh, charge that they might get? Because it seems like this domestic terrorism thing, as you know, is really gone uh, overboard. I, I'm not aware that no one is failing to cover it for some, you know, ulterior reason. I'm not aware of that at all. Uh, I'm fully briefed on it. So obviously I'm seeing reports. Uh, I know how many votes she lost by. I know what she challenged. I know the name of the judge. I know that he knocked them all out except two. Then he knocked the other two out. Uh, I know that it's been appealed. I mean, so... It it can't be too secret squirrel. I mean, the information is readily available. Uh, maybe it's not covered as much as you would want because the election has been certified and people are just accepting that it's over. And that's kind of cruel if you have what you believe is a legitimate contest phase. You know, it, it deserves to be covered. I, I think it, I think it's being covered. Uh, I, I'm not really um, – I don't really watch Newsmax, although I do like a lot of the stuff that they do. I appeared on the, the channel about two or three weeks ago uh, and had a good time with the um, the two people I interviewed with. Uh, I, I think, you know, I think it's being covered, uh, but it's not a real focus right now and probably for good reason. People are dying right now, freezing to death. Sixty four Americans died, you know, over the last several days right around Christmas. And there's a lot going on. So sometimes something if you remember what the media typically does, it was Afghanistan 24 seven until it wasn't. If it's Casey Anthony or or Scott Peterson or little Mickey from the Rascals, little Rascals, uh, things are hot and then they're not. That's what I think is going on. I don't think there's any conspiracy not to cover Carrie Lake. I, I think it's just that they have other things that they think will get better ratings. I think people I, I think people believe that's over. So they're not going to mm-hmm. dwell on it. So so my theory about domestic terrorism is 
a little bit overboard. Maybe so. Oh, maybe so. But on that occasion, I don't think it's related to that. Uh, look, if this thing was within a handful of votes, you know, when you're down 17,000 votes, I'm not aware of an election in history that's ever been overturned. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I think it's not interesting. And in, I, I think I think she's very interesting. But I think that story oh, yeah. is I, no longer one you're going to lead with because it's it's mm-hmm. it's not going to get the eyeballs or the ears if it's radio that you want on it. So they talk about other things. The border right now where they're pouring in like crazy. But, of course, we know the rest of the media is not covering that either. Fox News is covering that. Uh, so I hear you. Uh, but I don't sense that there's any any fear of some kind of federal charges if you cover it. I mean, you're allowed to cover that uh, an election contest has been filed and it's been covered. It's been covered by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, you know, about the the, peop- the women or the mothers and the, uh, <clears throat> the school board meetings um, were kind of branded as uh, domestic terrorism. Oh, hey, listen, that not kind of literally were. You had the actual attorney general say it. Uh, but guess what? They didn't stop. They weren't domestic terrorists. They, they, they were just speaking out on behalf of their children, where you have these uh, schools that are teaching third graders about penises and vaginas and clitorises. I mean, come on. This has to stop. This is insanity. If you did that on a park bench, uh, I promise you, uh, you're, you're going to be a Megan's List uh, registered offender uh, for the rest of your life. This This crap has to stop. And that's why they're winning these elections all over the country. Because this nonsense is out of control, what's going on. This age-inappropriate stuff. Uh, I, I have to say, it's grooming. It's horrifically bad stuff that these adults are doing. It's terrible. And I think they actually should be criminally charged. Any curriculum that's teaching third graders sexual stuff like that should be dealt with. That should not be allowed. Period. I've got to get the last break in. Loved your call. We have a lot of calls to get to. Please don't go away. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Healthy Life. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-838-1441. That's 800-838-1441. America's kids are at risk. Parents can't control their education. And states are taking over health decisions, even letting children decide their gender. Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax all this holiday week, and he's warning about the dangers to our kids with the woke agenda. Tune in tonight for Rob Schmidt and his series, Kids at Risk. You'll be shocked. This holiday week, check out Newsmax and Rob Schmidt. Make the switch to Newsmax. You won't look back. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, 
Early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Remember, we have 14 minutes now uninterrupted, not eight, with that six beautiful bonus minutes because Chris Coleman is a programming genius. Uh, so don't give up on the phone line. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, Harry. Um, before I bought this farmer's agency, hey, it's Kevin. Before I bought this farmer's agency here in my former life, I was a recruiter for 17 years. I owned a company. This is about law enforcement, and this is about the local policies. So and it's, it's, it's hard to watch this stuff go down because in my former life, when I was in Florida, I, uh, I put 117 police officers on the street uh, for the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. They brought me in to do a consulting deal. I toured every department they had, and I was able to show them a way that they could, re- they could salvage their 350 police officer shortage. And in a very short period of time, we did that successfully. After having a brief conversation with your brother about the, some of the struggles that Atlantic County is experiencing, uh, I'm going to send you an email that's longer on this that includes the whole program that I wrote for the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, which is the fourth largest sheriff's office in the nation. And the simple changes that we made that were that enabled the the uh, the, the, the police department to find those those uh, those um, police officers. One of the things we did was we removed the the civil service requirements. Number two, all the background checks and stuff still has to happen, and all the lie detector tests and the, and everything that do, is done is still done. So we didn't lower the bar on the quality of the police officers. We simply allowed them to bring in pre certs. And we removed the, the requirement, which one of the requirements here in Atlantic County is that you have to be an Atlantic County resident. Uh, and, and, you know, you've limited your pool of talent by doing that. So they should remove that requirement. I know it's a political thing, but they should remove the requirement that you have to, you have to be, you know, basically born and raised here in order to have a police officer opportunity. And if they did that and reached outside the market, like around some local military bases and things like that, it would be an absolute game changer. And, you know, I can verify all this with you, and I will in an email okay. uh, on the 117 police officers. But the shortage that we have now in police officers is absolutely unnecessary, and it's an easy fix. And you and I both know that, uh, you know, that there's a direct correlation between crime and police officers' uh, presence. Absolutely. So that's why for my entire 31 years on air, any time Atlantic City got to the point where, say, during the 4 to 12 shift, they, they would have single digits on the street when they were a department of nearly 400 police officers and they might have six officers on the street. That, that, that was so dangerous. I mean, it was unacceptable. And they've had similar things going on uh when they've had this shortage in, in staffing, then it was happening with no shortage in staffing. It's just because everybody wants Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., as you know, Monday through Friday, too. Absolutely. And I'm going to send you the program that I built for the Hillsborough County Sheriff's right. Office. And I'd like for you to go ahead and send it to whomever you can that might be able to put their eyeballs on it and make some new decisions because this shortage is absolutely unnecessary. Kevin, I promise you I will do that. I have Chris Brown in mind. Uh, we'll get it to Senator Palestina. Uh, I'll get it to Governor Murphy. I will personally send it to him. Uh, we exchange all the time, he and I. Uh, and I look forward to reading it, Kevin. Yeah, and when I first got here, you know, they have this attitude that it's hard to be humble when you're the best. And if you're not related to somebody, you can't be a local cop. 
And and I understand now that that's not the case. Now the case is they can't find good help. Yeah. So we can eliminate that very easily, and I'm going to show you how. The people at the top have to be willing to remove the, the requirements that they have in place and create a grassroots effort. They've done a decent job with a grassroots effort in the past with the Hillsborough, with the uh, with the police departments here, but that's gone by the wayside and it's become too political. Some very simple changes are going to create a huge opportunity for anybody to say that there's not enough police officers out there, or there's not enough talent, or nobody wants to be a cop anymore. Well, in 2012, I put 117 on the streets in a very short period of time because we thought outside the box. So. To say that the talent's not there and that there's not young men and women who want to be police officers, that's a mistake. They're there. You just have to understand how to do the recruiting and where to do the recruiting and, you know, remove some of these political requirements that for some reason are blocking the ability for new talent to come into this market. Kevin, very interesting. Uh, Please send me your proposal. I look forward to reading it. You'll have it uh, in the next day or so. Have a great day. Thank you. Happy New Year. See you, Kevin. Good stuff. He sounded very... uh persuasive didn't he eric how are you my friend happy new year hey. happy new year harry how you doing buddy good uh i called to talk i called to talk about sean hannity but i do want to say something with the arizona with that conversation you were having two callers ago how come it always comes down to one county that decides these elections and like DeSantis cleaned up Broward County in Florida, and now they have fair elections. And that was Maricopa County, what, in Arizona? Yeah. It just seems like it's always one county, and it's always some kind of hanky-panky in question. Well, they, look, I mean, we see it. They hold the votes out until they know how many they need, and then miraculously, it always seems like they get what they need. No doubt about it. All right, let's talk about my friend Sean. What did you want to share about him? Okay. Now, I was reading. I get up very early in the morning. I was up yeah. at 5 a.m. having coffee, and I, I was reading uh, – that Trump has turned on Sean Hannity because of his de- deposition in the Fox News lawsuit that they're being sued for making statements about it was a fake election or whatever. Um, what what do what do you know about Trump turning on him? Do you know anything? I I you are the, my only reference on that. Uh, here's what I know about President Trump: he doesn't typically turn on one thing. Sean and he have had a very good relationship. I haven't heard, I, and this is easy for me to, to, to vet. I mean, I can ask Donald Jr. I, I can ask any number of people, Kellyanne Conway, others. Uh, I'll get you an answer on that. That's news to me. That sounds like Democrat mischief uh, more than truth. I okay. doubt, I doubt very much that President Trump and Sean have had a falling out. They've just been too, too tight. Uh, and look, if you're under oath and you get asked a question and you, you think, that something is what it is and you say it, uh, I, I don't think that's enough to cross the Rubicon. I, I, where did you hear that? Let's start there. Where did you hear it? Uh, well, I was, I was reading, I'd go on AOL, AOL in the morning. Oh, my God. Was, AOL, that's uh, before she died. That's Arianna Huffington. That's slop. AOL is garbage. Garbage. I mean, that's the Democratic National Committee news. Don't even give that another thought. I'm going to still get you an answer. Don't give that another thought. They are always doing mischief like this. Okay. It's fake news they're throwing at you. When I tell you that is fake news, all caps. Okay. I got you. All right. All right. Listen, you have a happy new year. I'll let somebody else get on. Thanks, Eric. You got it. 609-407-1415, open phone line. Thank God I asked the question, the definitive question, where did you get it from? 
America Online. Now, keep in mind, I have been with America Online. It's still an email that I use. I have Gmail. I have Town Square Media. I have Harry Hurley at AOL.com because I've had it since the day that America Online was launched. And I have what's called an overhead account. They gave it to me because of my position in, in talk radio. And they wanted people to use it. And there was a time where AOL was f- phenomenal. Uh, they got all woke with um, Ariana Huffington, the Huffington Post, and that, that garbage news that they do. Uh, and it's still bad. Very, very liberal. You can't believe anything you see. It is always adverse to Trump or anyone conservative or Republican. Always. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Oh, are you ever so right? Yeah. Thank no, you. We've been with AOL like forever. Yeah. And uh, boy, then you're you know what I do, Linda? Honest to God, I go to get my email. I don't I, I see these crazy headlines and they're like the peanuts, you know, uh, cartoons where the parents can't be seen. And they're like, wah, 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 wah. That's not even news to me. I don't even read it. It's there on the screen. It's living proof that you can ignore anything that you don't care to see. I don't read any of it because I know it's garbage. Every now and then I'll take a look at it, and then I think, yeah, now I know why I don't take yeah. a look at yeah. it. But no, you're right. I yeah. think you're right on about Trump. And um, however, I was reading an article that was really interesting the other day, and, and what was actually said in that article was that what we are living, and I'll paraphrase it, what, what we are living an organized crew, an organized coup. A well-organized coup. You, you, I mean, you, you don't tolerate a border situation like that. You just don't tolerate Right, it. and then you say that it's secure, so you know that they're lying. This is their, this is their plan. They, they have a plan for a permanent Democrat majority, and, and a big part of that plan is the vote by mail, the early voting, the vote drop boxes. Uh, they, have, they have a whole coordinate. you got to give them credit. I mean, a lot of money and a lot of effort has been spent on cornering the market, on winning the election before Election Day even happens. And they've had great success, not total success, but great success doing it. I always give credit where credit's due, even if it's if it's something I don't care for. Uh, then you take into consideration what you're talking about. This is their plan. Their plan is to leave the border open. It's five million now. It'll be five million a year from now. When Title 42 is gone, and I do believe it's going to be gone, because you cannot you cannot have a health emergency forever. So we just have to be realistic about it. It was a great temporary plan by President Trump. But there comes a point in time, I think Gorsuch is right, even though I'm happy that it barely five to four uh, got extended because they weren't ready. This administration was not ready. They built a football size uh, tent. Uh, we were nowhere near ready for what was going to be brought to bear. Do the math. 15000 a day, 450000 a month, $5 million a year. That's for as far as the eye can see, Linda. And if you go back and you look at immigration rules and regulations, like maybe the 57 Immigration Act that went into 62 or something like that, I was reading that. It was an interesting article, and I learned, I learned some stuff. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, when, when people would immigrate here, that character meant a lot. And if once you got here, you were fine to have, like, say, moral turpitudes or, or real, really uh, bad character, 
You could be sent back. Yeah, well, that, see, that's I, 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 like you. I love immigration. I love – that's the beauty of this country. But people came here either knowing English before they left home to come here or quickly got on board to learn English and immediately got to work and contributed and wanted to be an American. It's all different now. Let me give you one other proof positive that this is a strategic plan that they have. President Biden is proposing to dummy down the citizenship test. Now, it's not a hard test. You you need to study a little bit. But why would you make it easier I'm not saying you want to make it too hard. I'm not trying to keep anybody that should, you know, legally be able to come here out. But they're dummying down the test on purpose. That's what they're up and to. And now they're, <clears throat> they're going to go full bore into getting the age drop for, pe- for, for young people to vote. Yeah, 16. That, what could go wrong with that? 16 years old and you can vote. Can't drive a car, but you can vote for who the leader of the free world is. They're sick. These are sick people, and they just desire power. That's the deal. Linda, I have to go. I'm sorry to those we didn't get to, to Walter and to Ginny. I I will do better next time and uh, look forward to tomorrow. We'll be back live and local right here uh, to take take you right into the New Year's weekend. And again, I'll be back today, 3 to 6 p.m. for Fox News nationally and tomorrow from 12 noon to 3 p.m nationally have a great rest of your day uh we're busy on the wpg talk radio 95.5 digital platform check out what we're up to see you later today